the creators of Tomes of Evil are about to unleash something new. Hello, all of you Gamma Beasts out there. It's time to step through the green door. Gamma Charge is the only dedicated Hulk podcast on the internet. Bringing you the Green Goliath and his supporting characters, can't forget about Jen, in all forms of media, comics, film, TV, video games, and more coming in March. And please, don't make us angry. You won't like us when we're angry. Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And we are joined by a special guest, Rebecca. From the House of Rebecca. Yeah. Hey, hey Rebecca. Here twice. Hey. H O R, House of Rebecca. No, that, uh, no that's bad. That's bad. Say yeah. that, oh, is Ray. it? Oh, okay. It's really bad. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I redact that. <laughs> so, uh, redactions, hurl that into the Phantom Zone. Uh, so, uh, Rebecca was with us for Secret Identity and the amazing True Brit. Yes. Mm, oh, and, yes. What a tale uh, that was. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, also, our co host on our respective main podcasts as well. Yeah. We'll do some plugging at the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but we're here. This is a bonus episode. We're not here to strictly talk about Superman, although Superman will come up, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it already has, huh? <laughs> indeed, yes. Uh, we're, we're going to do a bit of a Spider-Man retrospective because yeah. we're all web we're all webheads here, and you know, we we if people who listened to our Superman and Spider-Man episode or the whole podcast knows he's come up a few times and mm. there was a, he does come up uh, usually gushing about him. So Oh, there was that great um, crossover that we did, Connor, as well. Yeah, Superman, yeah, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, fantastic stuff. And, you know, if you are a Superman fan, oh, I might be reaching here, but chances are you'd at least appreciate Spider-Man. Like, well, he's one of the big, big guns of Marvel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mm. mean, there, there's definite sort of... Um, they seem to be liked by the same people. It's fine. Yeah. 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 I I mean, as I mentioned on, you know, if, I, if I'm if i being objective, which is, you know, I know it's the whole thing, in my opinion, objectivity, blah, blah, doesn't really work, but whatever. I'm going to say, <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> if I imagine being objective, I think in terms of all sort of superheroes, I, I, for me, both of the sort of narratives 
uh, work the best for me and I think are the best uh, examples of the superhero genre. I think Superman's perfected the classic formula and Spider-Man's done him is a bit more modern with a, you know, um, less mythological feeling, but mm-hmm. uh, a really good um, different spin on a superhero. And I think they're both, you know, um, better than any others I can think of in terms of that. Even though Spider-Man is not my second favourite, I just think it's the origin and his general story is really well done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a reason as well, I guess, why uh, Spider-Man is kind of up there, like for, for mm. Marvel, uh, similar to Superman, kind of resonates with a lot of people. Um, yeah, you know, and we've we've had this conversation before about, you know, we see on uh, in the MCU, they they seem to be focusing on the the high school aspect of it, which is only a small part yeah. of Spider-Man. But having said that, the idea that he was uh, such a well, was I guess such a young superhero uh, that a lot of younger readers could relate to? Uh, yeah. I think that really did um, set the foundation for the type of hero he mm. he is, and and the type of stories that he'd he'd tell. Um, yeah, yeah. So stuff like you know the relationships, um, things that parallel like real life, um, and his support cast as well uh, have really kind of made him quite the popular superhero. Yeah. And there, there was stuff like relationship drama and stuff in yeah, other sure. superheroes, but not it yeah. was it was never as prominent as it exactly. was with exactly. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there the, the were uh, exactly, and you can say that for all the other, well, for for most other characters as well. But uh, if you look at the um, support cast, say for Spider-Man, there, you know, there are issues where it's just devoted. Yeah, uh, you know, basically on you know such and such as relationship with one another and and all that so um it really does give you that sense of the kind of like the like the soapy drama aspect yeah, of, of yeah. comics well you know yeah i it's been a while since i've read those but i liked that the spider-man soapy drama better than the i love them early yeah. early daredevil soapy drama with oh the i think it's because spider-man yeah. was was so much younger <laughs> mm-hmm. you could um mm. like when it started off so like you know, you you kind of don't mind him being a bit over dramatic about things in love, but like yes. by the time you get like Matt and he's like, "Come on, you're <laughs> like a working lawyer, like grow up," you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think that is the appeal of Spider-Man is like he gets his pa- He's not rich. He's in. He's lost his parents. He's in this like awful situation generally at home. Uh, not awful. He's got someone who loves him. So, well, she's um, always dying. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you know, and his powers are an, an accident. Yeah. Yes. They're not. He's not born with them like the mutants. He's not um, an alien like Superman. Like he, there's, it's all totally accidental. So anyone reading it could really think this could be me. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think that's that's why he's that's why they've never quite fully hit on that formula again because it's mm. just so many things tied up together and without replicating it of just you know that's why he's the everyman character is because it's, it's all very relatable yeah yeah i mean look if, if we also as well kind of just uh, compare it to say a couple of other marvel characters that you and i both like i mean i don't know about you kind of the last time that you've you know, trekked up into the Tibetan mountains, or, or for me, mm-hmm. uh, left for dead in in the um, you know the African desert. 
Uh, you know, so yeah, I mean, those you know, are, only it, once. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, Spider-Man is a lot more relatable. I guess that's what we're saying, yeah. listeners. Yeah. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, you know, obviously I find aspects of Iron Fist relatable. Oh, absolutely. But, oh, but yeah. as a whole, and, yeah, yeah. And you the know. same with, with, um, with many of the other characters that we like are yeah. all relatable in one aspect or another. But like, yeah. you know, um, yeah, it's, uh, but Spider-Man just hits all of them. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Spider-Man's a lot broader uh, and more normal, I guess. Which um, is funny because, I mean, just to go on a slight tangent, if you look at, uh, as you were saying, uh, Rebecca, a bit earlier about um, he's kind of like the everyman. Um, I kind of compare him to uh, the later iteration of Spider-Man, like Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, and mm-hmm. Pe- Peter does kind of elevate beyond just the everyman like you've got oh yeah parker mm. industries yeah you have him dating mary jane who's a, a successful you know tv actress oh, yeah. Or super yeah. yeah um ben riley uh works at a coffee shop and and he kind of um struggles to pay pay the rent which yeah. peter used to do well, as well which is well that's yeah. what i mean they come yeah. out and they they're sort of the alternate versions yes. come out and fill in the gaps there yeah. where peter has moved on in the same way as miles fills out the you know like there's going to be a lot of people who don't relate to a sort of white kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Miles has got that in the same way as you've got Silk and stuff for people who want to see the sort of female yes. sort of side. So it's, he can't be an everyman, everyman. True. But but the whole spider family as such has kind of like increased to give you the other um, sort of other, other elements. As Peter becomes successful in an Avenger, then you get Ben Riley, you know, yeah. and yeah. Kate yeah. and stuff. And all... And so... I'll clarify as well. Um, yeah, Ray's what it convinced me that I could be a Spider-Man fan without wanting to need feeling the need to keep up to date because <laughs> yeah, I, I I do not keep up to date with um, way too much. My like the the Spider-Man I really love is the Spider-Man I grew up with, which is the first mm-hmm. like first hundred and twenty or so issues of mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man, which was Stanley, Steve Dicto, and John Romita Senior, and then I think. So Jerry Conway after that. Yeah, Jerry um, Conway's awesome run. Yeah, so, and obviously when I was reading that, the Rainy movies came out, and coincidentally those movies drew on that run mostly, um, which you could also tell by the choice of villains. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, because he, you know, as, as we'll talk about, Rainy wanted the vulture, um, you know, not Venom. <laughs> So yeah. the fact that this dude finds Sandman more interesting than Venom tells you, you know, what sort oh. of run he grew up with. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is a bit unfair, I think, on Venom as well. He, he's got his place no, no, in I, there. Um, but you're right. I mean... Absolutely. Yeah. I guess, I, yeah. Um, you know, so... Yeah, that that's kind of my history. And I've read I've read bits and pieces. Obviously, I read Superior Spider Man. I read yeah. the the Black Suit Saga. Not I have not read the Venom Saga, but I read the Black Suit. Saga. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but know. I mean, look, I I um, still champion that notion, Connor. Of yeah, I mean, you massive Spider Man fan. You don't need to necessarily read the the, the mo- most mm. recent stuff because there's just such a wide variety of his history and yeah um yeah and you can yeah you can happily just forego you know despite the fact that actually currently it is a pretty cool run um like i dip in and out like you know i've collected on and off spider-man yeah. because it's just i don't know yeah sometimes it's like oh i've got to ditch something 
but you'd always go back to Spider-Man <laughs> anyway. So, um, again, that's testament to the type of character. But, yeah, certainly there's a whole lot of uh, earlier runs that are just classics, and, and they give you the feel similar to the Fantastic Four comics, I think. They give you that vibe or exactly what they're kind of after. Um, yeah, and I, and I think, you know, um, just slightly unrelated, Dan Slott captures that as well in the recent Fantastic Four run. Um, but that's my opinion. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Ray, Ray the Dan Slott fan. <laughs> I know, wow. I, I've I not can't, read the I can't uh, current... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I think he's written some good stuff and some bad stuff, but he's not someone I follow to read. Yep. And and having just seen his Moon Knight panels from this week's Fantastic Four, oh, I feel okay. vindicated. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> right. I guess this will come up in the probably the Tom Holland discussion, but yep. mm-hmm. it reminded me of Dan Slott because I remember reading Dan Slott after Superior and Peter was running around and he lost his suit and he put like a web nappy on and he tripped over and I was just like, man, this, this sucks. Like, <laughs> he's just like an idiot. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, um, with a, a run as long as Dan slots as well, you're going to have hits and misses. It's always yeah. mm-hmm. always going to be the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do we? So I guess should we should we jump into Spider Man One? Yeah, let's do it. Also known as spider-man <laughs> <laughs> so you know i ended up so i ran out of internet right and so i've, I've more to say about these than i originally did because i ran out of internet completely and i was at a weird point where it's like i had to choose what you know there was a movie i was going to watch that i had to download mm-hmm. and i couldn't progress because anyway Long story short, I couldn't watch anything. So I'm like, I'll watch Spider-Man with commentary because I've never done that. Right. So I watched the Raimi trilogy with commentary and that was pretty interesting. So, uh, you know, it turns out Tobey Maguire was a big Superman fan. Oh, wow. Okay. He talks about that during the shirt rip scene, there which you is, go. you know, yeah. the homage. Cool. Uh, I can definitely see that. The, oh, yeah. The Superman, yeah. There's a few Superman references. He says, up, up and away. Mm. in that mm. scene and the shazam as well and then um that's you know, right. the whole, he does. that that bit they put in the trailer you're not superman you know and everyone was like oh because <laughs> so, that was funny at the time that was like it's mm. still funny true yeah. yeah i guess i guess it's just we never got crossovers back then so that was like yeah a, yeah things are a bit more fractious about dc marvel as well now but you yeah know, it's, still, it's still sweet and funny um but, uh, yeah, so, funnily enough, the commentary, the two actors for the commentary and the actor commentary was J.K. Simmons and Tobey Maguire. Oh, so. awesome. Oh, that's funny. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so one one used to be my favourite. Now it's two. But mm-hmm. I still really like one. One's very much, like, one is the coming-of-age story. Like, that's really, I think, the sort of crux of one thematically and obviously mm-hmm. the journeys of norman and peter develop at the same rate uh they both get their powers the same night they both sort of have these big developments roughly in sync with each other which i think is really cool and Mm -hmm. i think the villains are definitely um most of the villains are definitely a strong point of the raimi trilogy oh yeah yeah Uh, he definitely made a point of they're not just (laughs) evil yeah oh for sure uh, yeah he gave them a bit more substance yeah yeah i mean 
I like Doc Ock, but in the comics, he has no substance. Like, early <laughs> yeah. on, anyway. Like, he's just a jerk. <laughs> yeah, oh, early on, he's, he's more just sizzle than steak, you know what I mean? It's just the fact yep. that he's Doc Ock. He's got that funny name. He's got the, you know, the, the gimmick of the, the arms. But, yeah, slowly over the course of the decades, I think they've, they've built something for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, so um, um, yep. I have very rough notes here. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go through them and you guys just chime in. Sure. Whenever. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, I'll just revert back. Yeah, uh, Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, he definitely became more complex. Well, the oh, fact, yeah. like, he became yeah. not one-dimensional. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, his marrying Aunt May scheme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think it's, I think it's a bit of a nod when he kidnaps her in two. I think that was, like, a deliberate... Could have been, yeah, yeah. There would have to be um, just a, yeah, a little subtle, like a, ver- a very nerdy, like, like yeah. nod to it. Like he wanted them interacting in some extent, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and I just, I'm just going to think of scenes now and then that I really like mm-hmm. that I want to talk about. Like I can talk about obvious ones, like you know, Norman Osborn's death, stuff like that. But the ones I really like, yeah, when he's being bullied at the start, mm-hmm. yeah, like what are you going to do? And he's like, his father will fire your father. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, yeah, you could sue your ass off. <laughs> you could yeah. ruin your house. This is all yeah. possible. Um, but the the scene, I think, if I had to choose, like, a favorite scene in the movie or a scene I want to talk about is it's the dinner, the Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Scene um, where, obviously, he finds out Peter's Spider-Man. Yep. But I'm more like it because he's being a creepy dick. <laughs> and you, you can't really tell if it's because he's is it like is it Norman or is it Green Goblin? And I just I love like I think the best Defoe is like the best out of all those villains oh, and the way like he good. sort of plays it as um you know he's a nice guy but how how much of a good person is Norman actually? How much of it is the Goblin? Yeah. Uh, oh, that, that's a know. beauty. I mean, that's a beauty of. I mean, also as well, if we're just to jump all the way ahead to to No Way Home, mm. I love that interpretation of him. And it's you just you're on that razor's edge. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you feel sorry for him, but at the same time, he could do you in like he did Peter, like down through that building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he yeah. also he was doing all his stunts as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, at sixty odd years of age. So yeah, mm. why not? I had some fun, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> playing a superhero film, you know, acting yeah. in a superhero film, do it. Um, in fact, I, yeah, go on. Oh no, I was just about to ask Rebecca as well. Uh, you know, um, scenes as well from from Spider Man. Just bring it back to the first one. From the first one. Yeah, I don't know if I remember specific scenes. I just, I, I do love that sort of standoff. Um, I love a lot of the stuff with Harry. Mm. I just, I yeah. just think it, it sets it all up really well, and like uh, Mary Jane's not annoying particularly. I don't think. I no, think she's I, good. I like, love, I like her. her. I love both Toby yeah. and Kirsten. I, I think they're, yeah. Yeah, they're fantastic. As um, they're just, they're just. There's a, there's such warmth to it. Yeah, and it's the, it's the actors they cast, and they're obviously very comfortable with each other. Yeah, and yeah. So I don't even know about specific scenes, but I mean, obviously, like the whole setup with the, with Uncle Ben and stuff. Yeah, mm. I've got. To, I, mean, I think they told it. I think they visually told it very well. Oh, absolutely, 
Absolutely, and and the fact that were you the same when you first saw Aunt May? I just thought that was a, the most perfect casting. Oh, totally! It's like, so my perfect. God, they yeah, got yeah. that spot on. Uh, she Both was, of them, Uncle Ben, Uncle as well, Ben, I yeah, think. as well, yeah, Uncle yeah. Ben as well, yeah. But it was just like, geez, this is this is a comic book that's just come out mm. onto the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all all the actors, I mean, we talk about Willem Dafoe as well. Yeah, Toby Maguire, Kirsten Dunst. Um, yeah. Really, yeah, really good. Um, I think that that really endears us to it. Like Toby's Maguire's got this kind of innocence to his look. Mm. I don't know whether it's an it's his. Does he have like a slight overbite or something? But he he comes across <laughs> as like a really just you know normal. You know, you can kind of like this guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, he was perfectly cast, I think, for Peter. Yeah, I mean, he gets he gets flack for being like too sad and stuff and i'm like well then you know peter's life sucks <laughs> yeah no yeah absolutely uh, yeah. yeah yeah and like he still he still does his quips and stuff when he's spider-man he does yeah um i, I, I think love... he... yeah sorry there go on i know i about to say like you know people always kind of delineate delineate between oh yeah so, so Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire they do a better Peter Parker or a better Spider-Man mm. I I really enjoy Tobey Maguire's um, takes on both. I think yeah. he's really quippy, um, you know, behind the mask, um, but also he plays all that, all those emotions, all the dramas for for Peter Parker really well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and um, I just wanted to fit in there as in memorable scenes. I know this is a weird one, but I remember when <laughs> seeing it first at the cinemas. Um, and you know you can look at Hugh Jackman now and Chris Hemsworth and stuff, but like I remember that scene where Tobey Maguire um, wakes up the next day and he's totally <laughs> ripped. And yeah. I remember watching, yeah, going, "My so God, he's ripped!" <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But if yeah. you look at it now, I mean, compared to like Hugh Jackman or Chris Hemsworth, mm. it's like, yeah, I mean, he's he's good, but he's not like roided up. I think, or, yeah, I think they've gone crazy. I yeah. think they've gone too far the other way. Yeah, I think. I mean, again, it, it's Spider Man though. Like he's, mm. Um, mm. you you wouldn't want him to look like Thor, you know? No, in no. terms of physicality. Although I do like how they had the sort of chunkier. Um, Ramita Senior, Spider Man. You know, you, like, especially if you compare him to the Garfield and uh, oh yeah, some, yeah. Like, they're much more slimmer. Um, which Garfield is, like, both, de- both are fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Garfield definitely has that kind of lean look. Um, Toby, um, I thought was like kind, kind of lean and you know agile. Uh, to me, yeah. he, he oh, seemed yeah. like the perfect kind of Spider Man. Yeah. I guess by chunky, I meant like chunky by Spider Man standards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also, I so, sorry, Connor. Toby Maguire's going to be listening to this. Gone. Oh, <gasps> you're going to give him a <laughs> make him feel. No, only joking. I love Toby. Uh, tug, tugboat, as I call it. Um, but uh, sea biscuit. You know, J- J.K. Simmons. Oh. I feel like he's really channeling Perry White from Superman yeah. the movie, but he's like his evil twin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just saw him as as JJJ. Like, I did too. Yeah. Until I rewatched Superman the movie, right? Uh, like a few years ago, and I'm like, oh, they're like the same dude. Uh, okay. I don't think I'm not sure if that was deliberate though, because I think, the characters are quite similar in the comics. Yeah, they are. They really are. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the difference is, I, I guess, is that J. John Jameson has much more of a 
vendetta against Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, once. You know, you get the fact that Perry's a little bit like, hmm, superhero grump. But mm. like, uh, but J. Jonah Jameson really hates Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Slayers, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. God, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That first one. It's like on the wheels, rolling around. Like, yeah. yeah. And um, a thing I really liked... So obviously, the I will talk very briefly when Norman, I like I liked how Norman's dying words were not crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. tell Harry. It's kind of simple and sad, and it's not like an elaborate speech. Oh, it's quite touching. Like you know, yeah. It's yeah. That that was it. That was his priority. So. Yeah. Don't tell my son I was. You know. mm, yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought uh, the Norman Harry stuff. I thought they was quite close to the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and I. You know, in the comics of that era, I always thought Norman was the most interesting because he had that conflict. He was, you know, kind of crazy from that experiment um, yes. he's always wrestling with. And uh, I like Harry's arc through all three movies is really good. In fact, it, something I noticed at the funeral, the funeral scene at the end of one is Harry's kind of turned into Norman. Yeah. At the start, he... It's like, I don't want to be seen in this car. He's wearing baggy clothes. Mm. And then at the end, he's acting well like Norman. He's wearing the suit. He yeah, yeah. Just goes in the car. He has his butler. Yep. You know, I thought it was really cool. Uh, it also kind of showed, I guess, how, for me, like how like cold he'd turned. Like he, mm. he'd, yeah. he'd kind yeah. of embraced, I guess, that side of Norman Osborn and the Osborns. And um, yeah. yeah, I think James Franco did a, a great job. Um, oh, I th- yeah. He originally... Didn't he originally um, audition for Peter Parker? But he, didn't he did. Get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been interesting as as Peter Parker. Quite but he... glad he didn't get it, given his like like subsequent sex scandals. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's too much of a. I think he's too. I mean, I know Peter in the comics is very attractive. No, uh, yeah, I know what you mean though, Connor. He, he's too. Um, yeah, he's not. He doesn't look, every man look is enough like a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, also, jumping in a bit, I like how it's kind of like, he starts going crazy, but not because of the formula. So mm. it's kind of like, is there a sort of madness that runs in the family? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, like, he's talking to his dad in the mirror before <laughs> yeah. he, he takes any it's, of that juice. So. It's quite... Quite disturbing, like you know, because mm. you know, if that's the case, you know, the the fact that both of them, Norman and Harry, have these sorts of hallucinations, or you know, mm. kind of yeah. speaks to what is wrong with them. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A, 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 by the um, end of it, by the end of the trilogy, he's very much a sympathetic, like character. I mean, even actually oh, throughout yeah. throughout the whole thing, I think uh, I don't think I even I mean, even when he did turn a little. Um, turn a little <laughs> even when he did turn yeah, um completely. <laughs> yeah yeah it's still you know you're still i don't know kind of well, you don't rooting. Hate yeah you don't hate him you're still kind of well, rooting you don't, for you don't hate any of them except mm. for like no. uh, yeah well <laughs> i know you felt sorry for him rebecca i did uh, feel sorry for him so. uh i guess we'll get to eddie because yeah. i do want to talk about oh, that eddie. um <laughs> but uh yeah and just for the overall the trilogy, there's a couple of quotes of Sam Raimi that I think speaks to his whole trilogy. Um, one of them is like, you know, he wanted he wanted to make an intelligent film for adult audiences, but also make a kids' film. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I'm not trying to be pretentious, like, uh, because that's a lot of great, a lot of the great sort of family movies, right, yeah. have yeah. stuff for adults in them too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and I'm always disappointed when I go see a movie that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with the movie just being for kids, but, you know. Um, I, w- yeah. I wonder, though, like, I wonder, um, just putting that hat on, if, mm. you know, we weren't, all three of us, say, weren't comic book fans and, you know, we're just take you know our niece or nephew yeah. or whatever son to the, the movies would you appreciate it like would you would you find something from it or would you still I kind of view so. it as it's still a, a good story yeah yeah or, I mean, or would you still like uh, not the right word but relegate it to like oh yeah at the end of the day come out of the cinemas going oh yeah i'm glad that little timmy loved it it was essentially a kid's film like would you i mean the, i don't know i think it's an impossible like mm. I, I don't know how to separate the fact that i like mm. comic books yeah yeah me too my yeah, my I views think... on it like i mean it was a very successful film so i imagine so mm-hmm. yeah we have to yeah. because it, it resonated with heaps of people that got heaps of people yeah. into spider-man so yeah. i would have yeah. to say like i can't predict because i yeah. i don't yeah. know but like yeah, i would I mean, me too but it's interesting it, yeah Again, it was also at the root of this story. It's a coming-of-age story, right, which is something everyone's kind of familiar with yeah. and everyone can relate to. Yeah. You I know? mean, if, you, if you're liking it to, say, um, like the Harry Potter films mm. as well, because that seems to resonate with all demographics, you know. Um, I think that does it quite successfully. Uh, I, yeah, I think, I think with Spider-Man, there is, you know, there's enough drama, relationships, um, you know, coming of age as you say that really works well yeah um, yeah i could i could see it working like for, but yeah, i mean it's a, it's a universal yeah. type yeah. of story that everyone relates to especially yeah. if you're if you if you're a nerd or you're picked on in high school you know and yeah. then you well, that's a big of, thing as well yeah yeah it just it deals with all sorts of stuff guilt and everything and mm-hmm. um i mean guilt's Families a huge and, thing yeah. and guilt's and massive yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean we get the classic scene of him you know after the wrestling just letting that guy go yeah um and consequences we all know so yeah that yeah. was done really well i thought and uh i like this from sam Raimi too this is anyone you put in a superhero outfit and you play the heroic horns on the soundtrack they're going to look up to as a hero regardless like it's <laughs> unearned but it's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was like you know i really wanted to make sure that people, like he was deserved you know to look up yeah. to because it. if you're a kid and you see uh, Captain Moonfist jumping down from a helicopter, <laughs> and heroic music playing. He's doing unheroic things. Would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, I guess my point is, he took it. He took it really seriously. And he, um, and a lot of these guys do. I'm not. I'm not saying this to contrast to the others mm-hmm, at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I found this stuff cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Spider Man Two. Does anyone else have anything to say about one? I guess we haven't talked about the Green Goblin costume. Oh yeah, that was I, yeah. That I was think a big, that's the only negative. Yeah, that was um, a big downer for me. I must say. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, we're all comic book fans, and we both love watching the movies. It's one of those yeah. things that you just get over. Like it's just like yeah, uh, yeah. I really it wish really it wasn't. Me, to be honest, really, I was, I was like, yes. oh. I just couldn't help seeing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't think it's the mask that bugged me. I think it was like the shoes. <laughs> they look like Nikes. Oh. I mean, you know, to be fair though, as well, it would be 
for Sam Raimi, it'd be a really hard decision to make because mm. I think Connor, you and I had this conversation about the realism of the mask in the comics. Yeah. It, it's just so um, ambiguous as to mm. we all know it's meant to be a mask, right? But it just it plays off like a real face. So how do you yeah. translate that onto screen? Um, so he he did the practical yeah. thing and. Uh, to be fair, again, around that time, we're talking about early 2000s, yeah. everything superhero was done, look, translated to become practical. So, And you if, you're, if you're the, like, we can look at it at a hindsight and go, this would be better or that would be better, but yeah. if you're the first guy trying to adapt Green Goblin, a dude who flew around on a broom to yeah. the, like, big screen, yeah. it's tough. It is it's tough. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah, uh, I think it's translating green goblin is tougher than any of the other villains oh. that he, he tackled it could uh, it could potentially really just hurt or break the film you know yeah really done really bad and it's like oh okay okay this is it, i think it, it was yeah. good enough and yeah. i think defoe again i think defoe is the best performance out of all of these films we're about to talk about he is just amazing yeah. um yeah I mean, he's an amazing actor uh yeah. And yeah, I think that helped as well. But um, I, I liked how they tied it into the story though, because it was a military suit and the mask was like a sort of, uh, you know, tribal mask to inspire fear, which is why they had all like you know the tribal masks mm-hmm. in yep. Norman's yep. apartment. Yep. Uh, so it's supposed to like scare people on the battlefield or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I kind of like that. Yes. Uh, I mean, back in the early 2000s, yeah, people, they were really trying hard to explain or, or justify, rationalize yeah, all these yeah. bigger than, larger than life um, comic book hero aesthetics. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think they did really well with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that I guess that was more like implied. They didn't really no, no. smack us over the head with it. No, they no. But, that out exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, you're right. you, you have to kind of call it out in some way, you know. Otherwise, it's like, why is this dude running, yeah. flying around, looking like a goblin? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have any other thoughts on one except for the fact that it ending on a funeral is awesome and it's pretty <laughs> sad as well? But oh, like... no, funerals, eh? Spider-Man comics. <laughs> That's yeah. A, yeah, it's kind of. Uh, a recurring theme. Uh, the other little thing, we're talking about casting Elizabeth Banks, I think Betty Brant. I think oh, yeah. she, was, she was pretty cool. Mm. But, uh, just a little, like, you, what happens is that with the Daily Bugle, you get a little, I don't know, little corner of the movie that have their own little cast, and you have Ted Raimi in there as well, and it's just yeah, a nice little, yeah, oh, a nice yeah. little fun um, comedic relief you know yeah, um yeah. before you get into the action and stuff so uh yeah i liked i liked the cast of the the daily bugle i thought they did really well and yeah ted raimi i mean anyone that's followed sam raimi knows that he gets yeah. his brother in there somehow <laughs> so oh, we got to um, talk about yeah the, the through line of bruce campbell and everything oh yeah yeah as well <laughs> yeah. and i like to i like to wonder is 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 he the same character in different jobs or is he a different <laughs> character? I it's, like my first one. Then. Yeah, I like that as well. That's yeah. what I want it to be. Uh, or the third one, it's Ash, really. Yeah. You, yeah. In all of them yeah. um, from Evil Dead. Um, yeah, but Bruce Gamble, uh, it, yeah, I, I love his stuff. I Yeah, ever since Evil Dead, you know. Mm. Um, Bubba, was it Bubba Hotep? I ended up watching that. Yeah, Bubba yeah, Hotep. I was yeah. like, oh, God, why did I watch it? But, you know, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. 
So. He's he's great. He's like he's got some serious comedic talent in all oh, those yeah. scenes, and the way him and Peter play off each other mm. in all of them, and the fact that he gives Spider Man his name, I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, he's yeah. like him and Spider. That sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, and you got uh, cool, uh, and you got um, was it Randy Savage? Yeah, yeah. Randy. Oh. The wrestler? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think of where he was in the movie. Sorry, Bennett. He, yeah. he was the wrestler that Peter fought. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Wow. But um, yeah, wow. the way apparently they were filming pages and he he's so good at playing crowds, he just pe- keep people excited all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. everything, so that's oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can take the wrestler out of the, you know, WWF, yeah. but you can't take the WWF out of the wrestler. So, um, do we go Spider-Man 2? Yeah. So it'll get shorter as we go, because one was setting yeah. up a lot of yeah, yeah. all Absolutely. the characters. Uh, Two, the one everyone has as their favourite best ever Spider-Man film. Yeah, me yeah. included. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I just... I, I, think... I don't know. I don't rank things. like Because okay. yeah. I, I worry very much about recency bias and like whichever one I've seen first and... Yep. Like, uh, it had been a long time since I saw Spider-Man 2. Um, it's really good. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It'd be up in my top tier. I just don't rank things. Yeah. yeah. I just know that all my friends have it as their favourite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is It is a good film um, in the sense, as you're saying, Rebecca. I mean, it's entertaining. I thought it was really, really paced well. Yeah. Um, it doesn't deviate too much from, you know, the main story that you, you kind of want. Um, and Alfred Molina... I think he does an absolutely oh, tip-top job as Doc yeah. Ock. I mean, he creates so much um, pathos for the character as well. I mean, even the way it's just written, uh, his wife, um, him actually wanting to do the good thing. You know, he's a good guy at the beginning, but he gets corrupted um, by. Yeah, by I liked thing. how they have have they had the tentacles like literally corrupt him and turn yeah. him into this sort of like he, he's a straight up criminal like he's smiling and stealing robbing banks yeah, and yeah. stuff you know? yeah. yeah um i like i really liked his transformation and yeah. you know it's very like monster movie transformation like i think with two sam Raimi <sighs> went a bit crazier oh yeah he <laughs> did he's like yeah he did he's the... got the pose and he's going no yes. with his arms and stuff uh, <laughs> even the um i'll call out the operating scene yeah that was pure evil dead you know, oh, yeah. a, a lot of the, like they, I don't know, it's like a shuddering, shuddering kind of camera lens, um, zoomed in quickly, all these quick kind of movements. It was, it was great. It was, I, lo- I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really good. And like he's, it's interesting because his, he doesn't have the sort of father relationship that Norman Osborne had with Peter, mm. mm-hmm. but he's sort of like, he has the life that Peter wants. He's he's definitely a mentor. So yeah, I'd say men- like, yeah, mentor. Yeah, but it's he's also, a mentor, I mean, but it's um like different. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that like what you said about the characters being relatable and having all these like uh, because it, I think those those the, the the villains, especially in these first two films, very much show like why Peter is special. And if it yeah. didn't, mm, if yes. spider thing happened to someone else. It wouldn't necessarily because he mm. doesn't think of robbing banks to to help Aunt May or like his financial situation. Mm. You know, like yeah, uh, you know he doesn't he yeah. doesn't use it for 
you know, let's face it, when we were all teens, I'm sure we would have been swayed to use powers for all <laughs> kinds of dodgy things. Um, but like, and I think that's what's really interesting about Doc Ock is that you, you do understand why he's done it. Yeah. You're very sympathetic to him, but but also that he's still a villain, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like they they keep him as a villain, which is good. And you know, he had the perfect wife that Peter wanted, but yeah. you know, it went wrong, and then he made the wrong choices or got corrupted by tentacles. And... Yeah. yeah. It's more like, you know, as Rebecca was saying, mentoring, more like from a academic or professional mm. kind of um, perspective as opposed to... He really to, admires him. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, as like a, you know, it's less familial and more like, I really admire this just guy. Just intellectually, uh, like he he, yeah. he has the smarts, he, he's doing what Peter, you know, wants to kind of do, is interested in, so yeah, yeah. He's got know. the girl of his dreams, you know, <laughs> helping him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like the sort of how coming of age was the thing with Spider Man One. This one's very much. I mean, it's Superman Two. <laughs> it's uh, you know I have all this responsibility, but I can't get anything for myself. Mm-hmm. Which yep. is the exact same dilemma as uh, yep. Superman had, and except I think um I think it's a bit. I don't know. I like this version better. <laughs> and, and it has. I mean, you're talking about Superman Two. It has the the power loss thing, which... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah which um, is, he loses uh, his powers and he lives normal and then he's like, oh, yeah, uh, General Zod's invaded and <laughs> I'm a chump who gave away his powers because yeah. I was selfish. Yeah. And with with Peter, it's like... Uh, it's more a confidence thing, right? Um, or... I think it's he's just conflicted. Mm. Like, he, yeah. he's just not into being Spider-Man and his life sucks, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And with the turning point for Peter is sort of when he goes into that building and saves that kid, then they're like, oh, someone died yeah, on the top floor. And he's like, oh, you know, I could have stopped that. Yeah, That's when he decides to get his powers back. It doesn't work until Mary Jane yeah. gets kidnapped. But yeah, they're very similar. But Sam Raimi said it was coincidence. He didn't deliberately Oh, do really? It. Okay. So, I thought that was a nod for some reason. Yeah, like I, th- a... I thought it was too because yeah. it's so similar, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I will say Superman 2 is the best movie out of those ones. <laughs> I, I love uh, Superman 2 as well. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, great. You know, if I get past the like sleeping with Lois thing, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm cool with it. And um, yeah. the other thing that's really similar is Peter has like the dream talk with Uncle Ben. Right, yes. Now, in the Richard Donner cut, which is obviously after this, but um, you know, he has the same talk with Jarrell. Mm-hmm. Jarrell's like, hey, yeah. man, you know. That's no, not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yes, at the end, he's like, I'm sorry, I did the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, coincidence, Sam Raimi. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, Sam Raimi said he loved those films. Yeah, he, uh, maybe he was, like, subconsciously influenced by them. and just Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's not a downside for Spider-Man. No, no, absolutely. I think, absolutely. I think it does it better. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that being said, the way Christopher Reeve plays that, he's fantastic oh yeah such a good actor um he's he's good yeah no but you um i mean as far as like sequels like part twos go yeah i mean i I loved it because this 
you know, everything again, like it's a, it's a trope, but everything's out of the way, the setup, the mm. origin, and stuff. So you can yeah. just have fun with it, and and I just think it was a perfect mix of that and having Melina come in as Doc Ock. Um, yeah, the, the action scenes were were fantastic. I mean, the the one of the most memorable ones. I'm sure that every Spidey, Spidey fan would know would be the train scene. Yeah, um, oh, just yeah, crazy. He, he just he goes above and beyond what he can do, um, but you just see the heroism like in him. Yeah. So, uh, I love it, the muscles tearing. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to stop the train. That's like uh, his face, you know. It's become a meme <laughs> almost. Mm. It has, um, uh, but it, it was just awesome, and and even all the. Um, you know the first encounter with Doc Ock, with the the car through the cafe, and at, towards the end as well. It just everything was so um, thrilling. I thought um, that yeah, it just made it a, one of the yeah. It is one of my favourite um, comic book films. You know, yeah. even out of all the twenty odd MCU ones, it's still up there because it's just done really well. And you know, a big Ram, Raimi fan, but uh, yeah. regardless of that, it's still good. I mean, as a film, I think it's it's almost perfect. Like mm. it's really close. It's like nine out of ten. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, like I think, I think this and Logan are the best ones. Yeah. Uh, for different reasons, they're very different. Oh movies. no, yeah, different different um, um, films. Yeah, for sure. And I love I love how they did a scene where he tells Aunt May oh, about yeah. uh, like how he let the guy go. That yep. killed Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. and I just thought mm-hmm. that was really well acted. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. How how heavy was that? Like <laughs> that was. Um, Aunt May didn't really. You could see in her face she didn't really know what to do. Um, yeah, she was conflicted. Yeah, and but then they had, it led to that really nice talk later on between them as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, what was the other? The the scene I love where like. You know, suffering Peter, his life is so bad. He's at the, and I mean, it goes without saying, Jaron Jameson's hilarious in this because yeah, he's like always. trying to cheap out on his son's wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, just get the plastic flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like the wieners and dip and stuff. He's <laughs> such a caricature. I mean, just the character in general. It's just, it's so funny yeah. to have him. Yeah. He had his moment in one, though, where he wouldn't give up Peter's name. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I thought that was very nice. But yeah, and I love. So, yeah, Peter's at the society ball. Yeah. And as Harry is slapping him publicly, <laughs> is is at that exact moment, Mary Jane's getting engaged <laughs> to John Jameson. It's just like, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Comically, the universe is just crapping on him, and he's yeah. just miserable. And it gets worse in three, which is... Um... I, wanted, yeah. I wanted to see Man-Wolf. Just, just bust out. Yeah, I remember talking about that yeah. as well, wanting to see Man Wolf. Yeah, uh, which I mean, Enough, yeah, I could see him doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, Raimi for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want Venom? No, you're getting Man Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if he could sway the studio enough, yeah, we would yeah. be done with Venom. We would have had Vulture and potentially Man Wolf. That would have been a lot better. And there was a an interesting thing, right? So Mary Jane got captured again mm-hmm. at the end, but they wanted to give her her own agency a bit, right? So it just wasn't the same as the first film, yeah. Where she's just helpless. So they have her, you know, when she's free, they have her sneak up on Doc Ock, and it doesn't work. Yeah, but I think it's a good example of showing that she's a strong character, yeah, and she has her own yeah. agency without belittling the villain. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of films today would make the mistake of they would get the jump on the villain, they play it for comic relief, and they would completely belittle Doc Ock yeah, as a threat. Yeah. Right. Um, so I thought that was a clever way yeah, of doing it. That's a good point. Yeah. That's uh, a good point. Yeah. Because, I mean, we know Mary Jane is a lot more than that in the comics. You know, she's had her own adventures so to speak as well so um yeah it's it's great to see that she gets a bit of justice um with that depiction yep. on screen um do we have anything else for spider-man 2 no rebecca no no, no i think yeah uh, yeah i mean these first both of these films could be like an hours long podcast on yeah. their own yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so much in them so much to talk about but uh, let's go on to three the most interesting discussion. Oh, oh God. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So Rebecca and I watched the editor's cut. Okay. I believe that's the only cut you've seen, Rebecca, right? Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, I was saying to Connor, uh, I I thought I'd seen every comic book film as it came <laughs> out. And uh, at a certain point, I kind of realized that I hadn't seen spider-man 3 and all these things that people were referencing and laughing yeah. about and stuff i didn't remember and and i'm not sure why i think it's to do with where i was living at the time because like, we moved over to america mm-hmm. and we kind of stopped going out as much and um or just you know we didn't have a lot of money uh we were actually watching a lot more videos and and i think then we just moved back and then we kind of missed it and just always assumed we'd seen it but realized that i hadn't <laughs> seen this dance and i hadn't seen venom and i, yeah. I didn't really yeah. know and which is really weird because i love um topher grace so i would have gone mm-hmm. to see it just for him like even if i hadn't loved the first two spider-man films which obviously i did so it just came at this weird time that i can say that now this year was the first time i've watched spider-man 3. wow wow yeah. Well, yeah. welcome, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. To the club, yeah. Welcome to the club. But you saw the editor's version, right? What was that? Yeah. yeah okay. So it's it's really not that different. Okay. Um, the score's a bit different in some places. Uh, the, it's a bunch of, you know how, it's like a bunch of little differences that make a decent difference. Mm. I think I've seen, are uh, these just like the deleted scenes just put in? Th- mm, sort of. Okay. There's There's... I mean, they do that with the Sandman scene where he's a sandcastle. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, he's he's um his daughter and his daughter and the mother at uh, the near the beach, and he's ah oh, okay the sandcastle watching right. them. Oh wow! Yeah. Which I thought was it really cool. Sense. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and but there's a couple of things like they add a lot more temptation with Peter in the black suit. Okay. Like, oh, it's a okay. bit longer until he puts it on. He's constantly right. looking at the chest. It's like, mm, do I want to put it on or not? I think that's done a bit better. Yeah. And But a big difference is at the end, if you remember, Harry's butler gives him a speech. Yes. Yep. Uh, they cut that out. And oh, it's just, okay. It's just Harry looking at a photo of him and Peter okay. and Mary Jane. He kind of goes off then. And the logic behind it was they wanted harry to make up his own mind okay and like despite all that's happened still choose his friends instead of being told that his father was yeah which he would already knows he knows yeah. his father was the green goblins so. yeah yeah exactly yeah um but you know it's it, it it bumps it up from like a five out of ten to a six out of ten you know <laughs> it wasn't like uh the daredevil or batman v superman oh, but, right, uh, yeah you know, I like Spider-Man 3. I'll just say that much. Okay. Uh, I like but it's very it flawed, well. but yeah. I still like it. 
Um, I like it, but the characters still pull it off, and uh, they can't all be Spider-Man Two level. Like, yeah, they just that's can't. True. And I, um, and and I don't think it's like as I don't think it's as laughable as people kind of made it out to be. Yeah. Like if yeah. from if you listen to the all the chatter without having watched it, it, I was not expecting it to be a perfectly reasonable film, and you know. So. And I think it has a yeah. lot of really great moments. It's, yeah. It certainly does. I mean, like, mm. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I will have to say without a doubt I um, enjoy Ned and Stacey's Thomas Hayden Church yep. as um, Flint Marco. He is, yeah. Sandman is, for me, probably the, the standout, um, mm. maybe on par with the relation, like just the, the, the dynamic between Mary Jane, Harry, and Peter. Um, yeah. But yeah, as for the like the black suit and and venom, um, that really kind of dented, I think, the the so, film for me. Yeah, I'm guessing we all know that. Uh, so Sam Raimi was basically told to add venom. Yeah, yeah, uh, which I think shows. Yeah, absolutely uh, shows. Yeah, he's kind of shoehorned in somehow. Like, it's... I think the, the film would have been a lot more. Because it was originally just going to be Sandman and Green Goblin, which would have been a lot more focused. Which is awesome. Um, I mean, um, Hayden Church just brought so much to that character. Like, like even when again jumping to No Way Home, like I just loved. Mm. I like I like Marco as a Sandman. Yeah. You know, I I never once really saw him as a, as a villain. Um, yeah, but yeah, and he's always been. He ends up being more sympathetic in the comics as well. Like yeah. he doesn't. It becomes an Avenger kind of like so. Um, there's a. It's funny how it's like. We're trying to find like a good place to start discussing because it's like, like the film, it's like all over the place. So it it's is, like, yeah. Uh, but um, so the through line, I guess, for this film. Is, you know, pride being like Pete. Like Peter's had all these successes; he's overcome so much, and now he's prideful. Like even before he gets the black suit, he's yep. really up himself, and I think Toby plays that really well. Um, he does, yeah. Especially when Mary Jane's trying to talk to him, and he's like, "No, just look at my life," you know. Yeah, uh, and it yeah. makes sense because I don't think Peter knows how to interact with people like normally, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So of course he's going to be awkward and prideful, and you know he's like, "I've done all these things. I'll just tell people." Yeah. I, I think it's nice, like, like I was saying before, about how the other characters show how good Peter is. So it's important mm. to see him being uh, uh, tempted to go the other way because yeah. he is yeah. still a teenage boy. Yeah. A late teenage by this one. and But, you know, like... I think he's 20s be, in this one. Is he... Well, early They're 20s. Any, yeah, the they mentioned yeah. a few yeah. years, I think. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, he's still, like, he's still a developing yeah. young man. Yeah. Yeah. who isn't emotionally quite as at the same level as some people. And yeah. and there's jealousy involved. You, know, you bring the young love into it and love triangles and jealousy, but also having this wanting to protect them from the whole uh, mm. Spider-Man thing and yeah. the villains coming up against. And, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. Like, um, at some point, you, you want to investigate that with your heroes, whether this was exactly the right point and whether it worked mm. successfully. Yep. Um, is is a different matter, but I yep. think you don't want it always to be uh, perfect for them. 
them to always be perfect. It comes back to, and we'll bring this so there's back to the Superman thing where people are like, oh, he can't always be good. Mm. And it's like, no, but like there's there's limits between, he doesn't have to be full on evil either yeah. to show that he can't always be perfectly good. Like you can have him tempted to do mm. the wrong thing for the right reason occasionally. Um, but it doesn't, but, but for some reason it quite often goes full tilt. No, let's let's have yeah. evil yeah. yeah and it's not yeah. you know it'd be much more interesting if you're like no actually uh the interesting thing is like what if somebody is morally good but you see them waver occasionally yeah you know like because yeah. it's, it's a lot of pressure i think people try to apply like different character standards onto superman without realizing he's got his he already has his own set of trouble like his troubles mm. are man i really want to rob this bank today as opposed to I don't know how to help all these people or I can't deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, like as far back, like ages back, must there be a Superman? He's like, how, or, or in bad V Superman where he's struggling is like, everything he does is misconstrued mm-hmm. and that's the source of his struggle. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to kill this dude. And like, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be like Batman or yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah. And back to Peter, uh, so, like, Hulk Gwen Stacy thing, oh. where he's like, "Oh, you can she kiss so me." She's so old. Like, I I know she's yeah. older than them, but she, I love her as well, the actress and everything. But like, yeah, she just looks so much older. But it's quite sweet <laughs> when yeah. he like uh, kisses her with the upside down kiss in front of like everyone. I'm like, what the hell, Peter? What yeah. the hell yeah. are you yeah. doing? Look, like, that was I, I, bad. Yeah, I think. Look, and I, I understand it's intentional. From the director and the writers to actually yeah. make us feel that way, but yeah, I mean, everything that Rebecca said, Rebecca, you, you kind of you really hit it on the head. Um, over here, I think what they're trying to, I think he's gone a little too much onto that yeah. side. It could have been a little bit more subtle, um, because again, like I understand what they want us to think and want us to feel f- towards Peter, but like, yeah, I think it was a bit off-putting when he was that kind of brazen and. Yeah cocky and stuff um so it actually worked against his character uh, for me for me it worked because peter's already socially awkward Mm. and Mm. also the fact that the fall is so hard (laughs) like he goes right to rock bottom yeah in that movie you know yeah uh like the worst of the worst happens to him so uh i mean i I get what you're saying though um but it kind of worked for me i liked it uh, oh, like he's just—he's being a jerk, but he's not doing it intentionally. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and that's what you could only hope for in your in your hero. Um, mm. And you know, writers love to kind of play with our emotions and yeah. make us really hate them or get annoyed at them, or <laughs> you know. Um, and they certainly do that for this. But I just, yeah, I thought maybe they could have paired back, maybe. Fair um, enough. Here and there. We kept it for the black suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, the black suit, the dance. Can we Let's speak talk about, about the... the black suit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, again, the dance. I mean, it's ridiculous, but again, for me, yeah. watching it this time, it played into the whole Peter's a socially it makes a awkward nerd. A lot more nerd. sense in the in the full film than mm-hmm. it does like <laughs> yeah, just people yeah. using it as memes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, because yeah. this guy's a nerd, and all of a sudden he thinks he's on top of the world, but he's mm. still a goof. 
you I've know. danced down the pavement before, not as badly as that, but like you know, I was I have. so it was so cringeworthy to watch. I have to say, when I when I when I was watching in the cinema, weirdly but, yeah. enough, for me, it's aged better. Okay. I yeah, okay. I used to hate it, but now I'm like, you know what, this works. And the other thing is, I I don't really remember the black suit arc in the comics. He doesn't. Mm. I don't remember him getting more aggressive or anything. Um. Do you I remember don't, right? I'm just trying to think of the yeah, web of Spider Man. Um once he does so get, he, I don't he gives the suit to Reed Richards to get rid of it. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't think so. Um it Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, because I I just remember that issue where where it kind of plays out as if as if I think the writers were, were trying to write out or that was the end of the symbiote, but it became so popular that it came back. But yeah, yeah. I think it was affecting him in some way. Right. Um because yeah, he was or it was just resisting him trying to get rid of it. That was that mm. was it. That was the extent of it. it wasn't oh yeah, like he tried to take it off. Or yeah, something. it, it was wasn't. Like, oh. Yeah, it wasn't making him aggressive. Yeah, well, I think the aggression thing's a good choice. Like it makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. And you know, so obviously he does what he does really bad. Is he essentially, or what he thinks is, he kills Flint Marco, and yeah. he sets out to kill him. Like that's mm. you know mm. the black suit thing and. Again, the editor's cut builds that up really well. Uh, and But, you know, when he's... When you have that montage, he doesn't really do anything that bad. Like, he's just assertive. I mean, he yeah, gets himself yeah. a job. <laughs> you know? A little bit, but I mean... But then Eddie's a yeah. bit of a... You know, he's, he's also... I, I don't... Like, I, I'm on the fuck Eddie camp. Like, I, I think, <laughs> uh, he forged those pictures. He deserves yeah. to lose that job. And if I was Peter, I'd jump up against the wall too. It's like, man, you're you're personally messing up my life, you yeah, know, yeah, with yeah. lies. Uh, but, yeah. you know, he's like, I'll take the staff job, double the money. And I was like, you know what? Good for you, Peter. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, it's yeah. like, it, it is assertive, but it's slightly veering on the dickish phrase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very much. Um, well, we it's a little bit more than just assertive. When he rocks up at the jazz club, and obviously oh, the jazz that was he's like the coolest dude ever. But um, yeah. So that was another bad like thing. I just like, oh, you, you dick. You know what he did to Mary Jane? I thought that was pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when he hit her. Yeah. I mean, well, that's that's the point where he's like, shit, I gotta get rid of this thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. It's a shame that it's that's the breaking point, but that has. To I be I thought that was quite effective because that was so extreme for peter i think mm. it, you know it, it does yeah. snap him out of it for what he's like not just it snapped him out of what he was like before the black suit as well like this yeah. sort of state he's been in the whole film and you know i feel pretty bad for mary jane in this as well mm. uh, yeah oh yeah you know when harry makes her <laughs> yeah you know tell peter break it off oh um, yeah, yeah yeah speaking of harry oh <laughs> my <laughs> god i absolutely love his like shit-eating grin yeah, as he's yeah. eating the pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. He plays it well, well Jan Franco. He does. He's really great. Well, yeah. um, you, you can love him one one scene and really despise him the next. He does a good... Because when he makes them break up, he's just having the best time. Yeah. He is having the absolute best time. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I, I love... I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good scene, actually. So it reminded me of it. It is um, just again. It's just it's just a war of words. Um, yeah. Between them, and but it 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 is so compelling, you know, more than 
dare I say, and I'm a big actions scenes person more than some action scenes. You know, it actually yeah. has a lot more weight to it. And speaking of their fight, it's very much, it's a lot messier than like a normal fight because it's more like they don't have their costumes. They're two friends fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And pretty brutal ending. <laughs> I think, I, think oh, yeah. I, I was telling Connor at the time, it's like going, I was so wrapped up in them because I'd watched two not that long before mm-hmm. three that um, I just felt heartbroken throughout the whole film for all of them. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, I just feel so bad for everyone. <laughs> Maybe apart, aside from Eddie, but I still like Topher Grace's depiction of Eddie. Yeah. But like, um, I just, I, I found three hard to watch cause I was just so yeah. like heartbroken. That's a, t- that's a testament to, 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 you it know, is, to but the I, I mean, groundwork. It is, but I think it's also because of, because I'd seen them so close together. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think with a bit of just, dis- I, I don't know. I still think it is. They're just such awful positions they're all put in. Mm, so yeah. I think that, yeah. that took off some of that ah, um, okay. silliness about the black suit and the dancing and stuff was because I was just still stewing in the, this is such a horrible situation. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Friends, you know. The whole the whole movie I find a bit depressing. Like I mean, it doesn't didn't leave me in the best mood. Not because it's bad, but just because, as Rebecca said, like it's just the whole movie you're watching is just a downward slope, and it doesn't really get better. Like no, no, no. I mean, it, it, ends it ends on a really. But it doesn't get better. Yeah, it, en- it's a very it ends on a yeah bittersweet ending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. There's a resolution, which is great because yeah. otherwise. I mean, I I I think I, the other thing I said is to Connor was that I now get why people want. Spider-Man 4, like yeah, why people right. went on and on about it for so long, Yeah, because like, you really are, do feel like you've just plummeted the depths, and you've not yeah. quite come up again. Yeah, you generally <laughs> it's, associate... It's a bit of a bummer, you know, it's like... Yeah, it's kind of like you associate that with, like, akin to Star Wars, you know, you go through the second Empire yeah. Strikes Back, and then you come out of it, but yeah. yeah, this ends up definitely on a bit of a dour note, so... For me, though, it works as the ending to the trilogy because it has a huge battle at the end. You have oh, oh you have a Peter team spotty Harry team up. teaming up, which yeah. is Harry's arc has been building since the first movie. Also, shout out to him wearing the green tie at the wedding. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think it definitely does work because you see him on an upward trajectory. Yes, again. yep. But you know, but you don't quite see him back on top. No. And I think it's a really, really lovely scene with, like, the ending to the movie is just Peter and Mary Jane quietly dancing, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. they, it's rocky, but you know things will work out, and that... Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, it's just, it's a very somber sort of affair it's, uh, for... It's, it's not like Return of the Jedi. I don't feel, like, so uplifted at the end. I'm like, oh. No, no not at all. You know? No. And I, I would have liked four... Because, hey, I'd like to see the Vulture. Oh, I'd see know. more, yeah. Uh, but uh, the other through line of the movie, besides Pride, is uh, forgiveness, which is what the Sandman yeah. thing's all about. And originally mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I always hated the, oh, he actually killed Uncle Ben thing. Oh, uh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But I kind of, now I sort of appreciate what they're going for as what seems clear cut turns out to be a very messy Shades of Grey situation. Yeah. Yeah. This guy did, like, his whole identity has been based off, oh, this criminal killed Uncle Ben, but it's like, oh, the yeah. criminal wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. And I have to kind of, you know, uh, again, it's about forgiveness and sort of forgive him. And I just think it adds a really interesting dilemma, moral dilemma yeah, for Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, and that scene 
at the end between them is really nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, nowadays we're we're used to, I mean, such plays with with the lore of the comic books and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah. looking back on it, it, it's not you know, it's not a fast stretch, and it, it's actually it's a nice little yeah, a nice little tweak in what yeah. what it does uh, for the theme. At least it's for a good reason. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess Venom. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I like. I thought he was okay. I think he definitely has the less. Like he's not as interesting as the other villains because he's just kind of a jerk. Um, yeah, yeah. And apparently the so him praying to God to kill Peter Parker. Apparently that was in the comics. Yes. Yep. Right. Because I always hated that, but the fact that was in the comics, I'm like, wow. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I I haven't read Venom. You know how mm. how different is Eddie Brock and Venom to the like in terms of origin story? How different is it to the comics? Was it a drastic personality change, or is it just not? Oh, done? it's it's. I um sorry, Rebecca. I I don't think it's um that big a change. He he basically he did um work for the Bugle and he he lost his job due to Peter, uh, and he he was resentful towards Peter. Uh, it's exactly. It's very accurate. Um, and then okay. the 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 symbiote drops down um, from the 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 tower, um, yeah. drops onto him. It's very very similar in that respect. So I, I think what kind of irked me with Topher Grace is um, I don't know. It's just that. Um, and again, I'm His coming. His face off, comes out. Uh, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. that. Um, and it's a very small quibble okay but like mm-hmm. reading venom throughout the 90s and stuff he had a different word balloon um so it was just kind of gravelly and, and evil and dark and stuff um Topher grace is such a pleasant voice <laughs> um, <laughs> no, i get that it's like it's like deadpool yeah yeah um, to have this like bestial kind of monster of a character um and he I can't remember if he does have this code of honor in in a, a Spider-Man three, but Venom had this kind of side where you know he would want to eat the brain of Peter Parker, but at the same time he would <laughs> save a baby in a pram. I, I can't remember if that was in the movie at all, but uh, that was a big no. thing for me as well. So he was very much just a one-dimensional character, um, and he sounded um, not as I expected. <laughs> and um, and I you know again it's a small quibble physicality. Um, Eddie Brock is meant to be like a, a body, like he's meant to be huge. He's meant to be kind of like, mm. um, like a bodybuilder, um, physically imposing over Peter Parker. But they seemed about the same. I guess does that matter if he's physically imposing as Venom though? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think I don't think bodybuilder Brock would be any threat to Spider Man, but uh, Venom's huge anyway. So, but Venom wasn't huge in in this. He didn't seem bigger. He seemed. I mean, he's. he's I guess he's not. He wasn't as big as like comics venom. You're yeah, right. he's yeah. not like. Yeah, really over over muscled. I, thought, yeah. I did think Venom looked really good though in terms of effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there's not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and do you remember that? Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh no, just the way that it kind of the symbiote kind of crawls over and sticks to Topher Grace's face. You know that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, it looked it, pretty cool. Yeah, and like when um. When it was separate and it was like towering above mm. Peter, that yeah. was so cool. That was full on like horror director right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. Like if if Raimi, you know, made a whole uh, made a film where it was just Venom as the villain. Like, yeah. but I agree yeah, with the voice thing. Great. Yeah, 
I don't know why they didn't modify his voice when he was venomized, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, to keep things to keep things brisk, I guess. Does anyone have anything to add about Spider-Man Three or no? Uh, yeah, that was basically that was a you know that yeah <laughs> the venom was pretty um off-putting I think, but uh, definitely uh, Spider-Man Two out of the three yeah. for me yeah yeah I think so yeah I think they're all good I I don't watch three like I watch three but I don't get disappointed that it's not as good as the first two okay. you know because um, yeah, I think. I think that's- well because it, it's, it's then part of a set already you know yeah when it yeah. comes out as a separate film it's quite disappointing like when it you know mm. um yeah. but now you can relate it to a trilogy and it's okay i think that's... there's so many yeah. strong moments yeah. and you still have toby kirsten and um james franco giving out really strong performances yeah. So yeah, Fl- flint marco ned and stacy yeah. uh and I, I like topher grace i liked him as eddie because mm-hmm. he's just a dick <laughs> <laughs> And, like, he's weirdly obsessed with Gwen Stacy. He's like, oh, she's yeah. my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. She, yeah, then, that was... Then yeah, she's like, that oh, was... we just went out for coffee. I like how they set that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, let's go on to Amazing Spider-Man. Mm. So Amazing Spider-Man 1, I'm just going to say uh, it's a tricky position. I think they were too close to the Raimi trilogy as in it came out too close afterwards. They were trying to do the origin, but trying to change it a bit, and it just didn't quite land. A lot of people were surprised at how quickly they rebooted Spider-Man when it came out, yeah. And, but I I still enjoyed the first Amazing Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Both of them are five out of tens, but they're five out of tens with like a little, I liked it, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think... ten seems quite harsh. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's five out of ten, but I, I liked it. I just, I just uh, said I don't rank them. So I, you know, like if, if you then threw it back at me and said, "Well, what would you score them?" Uh, I had, yeah. I would have you no go, answer. They so, just, the first one was butchered by the studio because they really butchered the wizard in terms of. You look at the cut scenes with Doctor Connors, and it's like, why were they cut? Mm. There was some really great. There was him talking to his kid. Yeah. There was him talking with Peter after Uncle Ben died. Yeah. And it was a really nice speech about how like. You know, he's like, what did your uncle do? And he's like, yeah. he built bridges. And it was a really awesome right. little line from Dr. Connors there. Yeah. And then one of my favorite ones is when at, after the school fight, he finds Dr. Connors not as a lizard. And he's like, Peter, help me. And he takes him down to his lair and they talk. And then the agent interferes and he turns into the lizard again. And like mm. the lizard's always been a tragic character. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. More so than like Doc Octopus, and the fact that they, and they cut all those scenes out. He mm. doesn't find Doctor Connors there. He just goes down and fights him. It's like, why did you do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, and without those, I think the movie's really lacking something, which I noticed before I even saw that. Uh, yeah, but I still liked it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I, I wasn't really having a go. And the, <laughs> the fight, like the way, um, because. I think ways they successfully differentiated it is we saw more of Peter inventing stuff. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, And we saw him really act like a spider. Mm -hmm. And I loved, I think we talked about this, right? When he's in the sewers trying to find the wizard Mm -hmm. and he shoots his webs out as like a sort of, you know, and they'll vibrate um, to track him. And then the fight with the wizard, like that stuff was really cool oh yeah yeah uh, look I, I mean i think um 
I really want to see those scenes that you're talking about, Connor, as well about mm. the lizard. But I think maybe my comic book um, knowledge kind of filled in a lot of gaps um, yeah. for me for that movie because I I found I I really enjoyed Amazing Spider Man. Actually, I rank it higher than um, than Amazing uh, than Spider Man Three. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more, and and I I think I felt a lot more sympathetic towards the lizard, um, but. I'll have to like watch it again. Maybe it, as as I said, it's because I filled in the gaps with with his plight. Um, he just and, yeah. he kind of goes from cool doctor guy to just straight up villain. Yeah, without, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. I just I yeah. for me like Andrew and Emma just just blew me away. Yeah, yeah, they really good chemistry. Uh, yeah, and and that, that did almost all the hard work. For yes. The <laughs> Andrew for this one was... and for the second one, it's like any time they're together yeah. or alone, I just think yeah. they're so good. Yeah. And can I? And, just... and again, yeah. you're coming at it thinking, I mean, okay, it was a bit more time from Toby as it, than for me than it was from anyone else. It's yeah. like skipped Spider-Man 3. But, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was still... We hadn't seen that many reboots like that no. uh, of, of something so beloved. And uh, to be able to just come in and... and establish it and have such a, another great peter you yeah know? yeah he, he he definitely wasn't a nerd he was more like just the um this is an outcast outcast yeah. yeah 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 so that was another take um i i love garfield's um um depiction of of both um i think he was a nerd he just wasn't he didn't have the classical appearance. He didn't have. And he the, also yeah. wasn't the same no. kind of nerd. I think. No, I don't think he was. Like he, you know. he didn't seem to be the sort of person that would be pushed around. You know, just brings to... me back to one of, one of my favourite scenes in Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Uh, Doctor P- Octopus makes this like really really bad science joke, and Peter just finds it hilarious, oh, yeah. <laughs> and no one else in the room is yeah. like. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right, uh, Rebecca Emma Emma Stone. Gwen Stacy, you know, with that black yeah. headband, just, you know, straight yeah. out of the comic books. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Sally Field. Uh, Sorry? Bryce, I thought Bryce Dallas Howard was perfect appearance-wise yeah. as well. Yeah, both, she did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. She was good, as, good in it as well. Um, yeah. but Sally Field, I don't know. I, at that stage, I, I still preferred the, the previous. Yeah, I prefer Rosemary Harris. Yeah. They did. Um, Sally Field's okay. I don't I know the actress didn't like the role. Mm. Uh, she That's still was okay. like nothing to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, Rose, it's really hard to beat Rosemary Harris. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, she had an amazing scene in Spider-Man 3 where Peter tells her she, he's hurt Aunt May and stuff, and she's like, you got to do the hardest thing, which is forgive yourself. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's so good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I like, and and also uh, Captain Stacy as well was um, yeah. Dennis Leary. He was always good, you know, great to see. Uh, I wish there was a bit more with those with Peter and because yeah. like I mm. feel like because there was I was waiting for the line where Peter's like, "Why haven't you caught the guy who killed my uncle?" Mm. I was waiting for him to, but they never really did that. Um, because Captain Stacy was giving Peter shit, like he's like, "Oh, you yeah. know, be cops do everything." And then I was waiting for that conflict, and I thought that would have been really cool, oh, but we seems, never saw it. Seems right for it, doesn't it? I can't believe that they didn't do it. Yeah, I yeah, it was more just conflict about Spider Man being a yeah. vigilante, but it's like the reason he's doing it is to catch the killer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it was cooler. I liked him. He was good. Yeah, I liked him as well. I think I think it was really, he did really well. Um, yeah. Um, but also, I can't remember the gentleman's name who plays the lizard, the Connors. Um, 
uh, Reese Ivins. I don't know how to pronounce his Yeah, yeah, he was really good as well. I really enjoyed his performance. Yeah. He was Rasputin recently. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a great That's actor. Yeah. Recently. Oh wow, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's a cool actor. Yeah, he was great, and his again those lead scenes, he's fantastic. So yeah, again, um, jumping to No Way Home, I'm really disappointed he they didn't do more with him in No Way Home. Me too. Him yeah. and Sandman, like they were my two favorites, but they hardly got anything. Sandman was because yeah. at the start he's like. Oh hey Peter, like he's sort of friendly, but then he just he's just like oh, I don't trust anyone. Yeah. He's trying to kill Tobey Maguire. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Amazing Spider Man. I think was it. Uh, everyone was questioning it as it why did we have a reboot, but I I think yeah, as Rebecca said, Garfield just eased into the role kind of seamlessly. Yeah, and gave something else, something different. You know. Yeah. So that was Which good. I didn't appreciate at the time. I couldn't stand it, but now I really liked him mm. as uh, Spider-Man. So, yeah. you know, um, he's a fantastic actor. Like, he's he really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him in non-Spider-Man stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah, also, uh, first Spider-Man coming of age, first amazing Spider-Man doesn't come of age because mm. <laughs> he doesn't learn anything, really, in the movie, uh, no. which is deliberate. Which leads to Gwen Stacy's death in yeah. the second movie. Um, massive, th- massive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, do you want to move on to that or anything yeah. else? Yeah. About the first one. Yeah. All right. So, Amazing Spider-Man two. Um, a lot of people think this is worse. Uh, so, I like to lecture on this because one of the reasons is because he reminded me of the parasite with Superman. <laughs> I didn't like him that much. Uh, I thought he went. It was a bit too. Yeah. Slapstick nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, you know, like, Rebecca. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That, I think it was a little bit more like <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit OTT, but yes. I, you know, that's just a how different reaction thing. Yeah. It, it it was akin for me with Colin Farrell as Bullseye. It was like just <laughs> I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna ham it <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. kind of like that. And then or, I mean, you know, the, the counter argument is a comic, and maybe that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just like. For me, at the time, and I've not really gone back and watched it since, it was very, a bit too over the top. I was like, yeah. I guess I was also a bit older and I was like, what are they saying about me? And I do wear glasses and like, I was, yeah. uh, I'm not quite so drippy, but you know. I really I, like, uh, sorry, go on. Oh no, I was about to say, I love how they kept the whole electric eels thing though. I thought that was pretty, yeah. you know, that was, that's a fantastic over-the-top thing but they they still kept it and i thought that was good and, and i like the aesthetic actually i, I like yeah. the aesthetic of electro um yeah just looked a lot more deadlier again it's like it's like parasite wearing the sort of hooded he's just sort of like mm. draining stuff mm. yeah um yeah. to sustain himself and i i liked his motivation i liked the idea of a guy who's just been walked all over mm-hmm. yeah society. i did like the motivation um, that was i didn't have a problem with that and yeah. uh, I liked the 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 things Hans Zimmer did with the music for Electro. I thought mm-hmm. was cool. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I get what you mean by the over the top nerd thing. Yeah, you know, I the get comb that. over as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His mum was mean to him. Uh, apparently, <laughs> there was happens. a deleted what scene. on your mum's mean to you. Apparently, there was a deleted scene where they he finds out they killed his mother to cover up. 
Oh, oh no, that's wow. Uh, which would have again added more to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's and then terrible. Rhino was terrible. Let's just oh, like, Rhino God, was god awful. Like he's absolutely and <laughs> the, the the travesty was the caliber of actor that they got. Yeah, mm. yeah. And he's just purely wasted and oh, relegated to just rubbish, basically. Yeah. Um, the only half good thing was, I think, at the end where you actually see the the suit in action but um even then it's the ultimate rhino it's not the yeah. real rhino but yeah i liked uh i liked green goblin uh different direction i mean i think i think it was a mistake doing green goblin though because yeah. i think so. yeah. i think it's uh, too much like, and they you're already trying to like sell us it. on a new yeah. spider-man and you realize just yeah. don't just don't like, like their relationship was different but i mean come on beating the chemistry between Tobey Maguire and yep. James Franco. Yeah, like, like they seem like legit buddies, and like it's. Yep. Uh, but again, like um, yeah, that kind of brings us to Gwen's death and the fact. I don't know if they do that these days, but I really loved, and it's just like the comics, you know. Uh, when saving the girl or saving you know your friend when it goes wrong, mm. <laughs> like really yeah. wrong, and yeah. they die, and I love how we got a movie that did that. Yeah. Um, and I thought her death was done really well. I Some people think it's cheesy, but I loved how the web was sort of turning into a hand mm-hmm. to try yeah. and grab her. Um, I think that, that was the best thing, I think, out of this film. Um, yeah, that, that kind of lead up scene. I mean, it was a big thing for any Spider-Man fan as mm-hmm. well. Mm. Um, so to see it actually on screen was a big buzz. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. it was done really well. Yeah, And... Um, I mean, it's not, so I guess, because uh, so, at the end of the first movie, you know, Captain Stacy sort of, you know, makes him promise, don't mm. see Gwen. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, the best promises are the broken ones. Because Gwen, you know, tries to persuade him to break it as well. So that, yeah. that always like, mm, yeah. I don't know how, like, you know, the morality of that, but whatever. And then that's a big thing in this movie. Yeah. And, you know, she's comfortable as well, because at the end he's like, you know, you can't do this you can't come here this is really dangerous and she's like this is my choice yeah i'm gonna yeah. do it regardless and all that stuff is really good and of course she dies and it's yeah. tragic yeah and it's, it's also just... like how he was seeing her dad throughout the movie too I yeah that was cool yeah i mean and and the the death is so abrupt as well it's such a it's it's kind of really hard to look at because yeah. You know, yeah her neck just basically and the head you know yeah she all at once on the oh it's uh, yeah it's not um yeah and, and you it's know, not gratuitous no which is good but it, it isn't yeah yeah it yeah. didn't feel gratuitous and it didn't feel like it felt, uh, i guess it felt realistic yeah yeah and yeah, yeah one in a long line of kicks for him yeah god yeah, yeah. and um, you know in a big i mean we know what was going to happen we knew what was going to happen but uh you know big star like emma stone um that would have been one a, hand, a huge shock on the one hand we knew but on the other hand they could have yeah not true. done it yeah um, yeah they didn't do it with Mary Jane, even though they put her on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. yeah, true. True. But it's such an iconic moment in yeah. the mm. comics. I think yeah. it's slightly different than with Mary Jane because uh, that's what people know about Gwen Stacy in the comics. But it's still, I think, a massive achievement that the films did it because we yeah. know how often they pull back from those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I, can... They... yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I'm just a thought just occurred to me as well before. I mean, can we also point out as well what is really great about these Spider Man films is that Spider Man's always up 
against like more than one, you know, potentially more than yeah, one villain. Yeah. Um, you think heroes have it bad. Spider-Man has to deal with, well, he deals with the Sinister Six. You know, he deals up with multiple villains and yeah. um, he always has his hands full. And, and I, I really appreciate that with, I guess, the introduction of, you know, the Green Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man 2 because we've got Electro mm. as well and Rhino. Rhino to a lesser extent, but the fact that he's trying to juggle these two villains, um, yeah, I think it, it's it's admirable to always watch when yeah, Spider-Man does that. Had him fight uh, Sandman and Venom yep. as well. As well, uh, yeah, yeah. He didn't do too well there. But <laughs> no, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, two, I like two better than one. Um, although, mm-hmm. again, two is five out of ten because it's very flawed. I Those, I know Emma and Garfield are great together, but there was a lot of it and it started to put me to sleep sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah it's, it's the, the bottom of the pile for me actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Not, not my favorite. I, I, I really, the fact that this, if it's at the bottom of your pile and you still have good things to say about yeah. it, though, it was always a good sign. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, exactly. It's, I, I think it, it's close to the bottom of my pile and it might be the bottom of my pile, but I'm not sure. Cause there is one coming up that I have issues with. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah um do you want to move on yeah i wouldn't mind yeah so out of out of thing we have 25 minutes left mm-hmm. uh, so if if worse comes to worse we can just finish it off another time yeah sure uh, yeah but that's, I fine. Think, that's fine i think we'll, we'll see good. how it goes yeah yeah uh, okay, so really got we get to Tom Holland's tenure, which uh, unfortunately the whole Marvel Sony deal uh, they freaked out. Uh, Andrew Garfield didn't get his third movie, which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got the Tom Holland uh, No Way Home. Was so everyone? I've, do you do you guys remember when it was no announced way, that they'd made the deal? Yeah, uh, it was huge. Uh, yeah, I because I'm just I wonder if you guys were asleep when it broke. Right. I I was working. I used to work at like three in the morning, and I just got up early and I'm doing my work and I've got Twitter open in the window and like I just see this first flash of like uh, the deal's been done, like Marvel's getting Spider-Man. Oh yeah, I remember. Yes, and like absolutely broke Twitter. Yeah, literally broke Twitter. Yeah. Um, it was it was a great time to be on Twitter, but um, yeah. So but. So carry on. We're going back to Sir Tom Holland's cast. Yeah. Yes. And, and now it's going to have this link to the MCU. And I remember being really, I remember being glad, but also feeling bad for Andrew Garfield. But mm-hmm. I was yes. glad because at the time I didn't like the Andrew Garfield ones. Uh, and obviously Tom Holland was in Civil War first. Yep. Yeah. So we'd already seen him. Great intro. Yeah. yeah. It was a good intro. Yeah. Took on on Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just got reminded by a a, a meme or something today saying Spidey actually took Falcon and Winter Soldier on by himself and laid laid them out or something. So, yeah. um, He certainly trapped them in webs. Yeah. Yeah. So my problem with... Okay, so the problem with... My problem with... Uh, homecoming. homecoming, yeah. God, they're all like home, home, home. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like the joke. I put carrier. You know, like, I'm not into that. But carrier. Yeah. One of my problems with homecoming um, starts with the fact that he explains his motivation in Civil War, but he doesn't yeah. in Homecoming. Mm. That's fine right. for all of us who watch all the movies. But yeah, uh, I, I personally forgot. And I had to go look at the Civil War stuff again. I'm like, wait, when does he explain why he's doing what he's doing? Because oh, okay. 
we know it's because of Uncle Ben, but then it turns out it's not because of Uncle Ben. We find out later on. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, it's a big problem with the first two Tom Holland movies that I have is I'm watching him in a Spider-Man suit, but it doesn't quite feel like Spider-Man to me because I don't know. I don't have the motivation there of why he's doing anything except for I'm trying to be like the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and another thing with uh, No Way Home is i'll get to positive soon Uh, homecoming homecoming i'm sorry uh is that again i mentioned before the stand slot thing i was watching it and there's a point where he just literally trips over and falls on his face like it's the three stooges (laughs) and i'm just like this is too much uh and the fact that you know say what you will all the people of the city in the previous two uh series acted like normal people in this uh, yeah yeah like the guy selling sandwiches was quipping as much as spider-man to spider-man yeah and it felt weird to me and everyone was dunking on spider-man and everyone was like sassing him and stuff and it just didn't feel natural to me yeah um it felt weird and i know that's because it was kind of like the mcu i guess but i'm trying to look at it separately but it was just something yeah. i really noticed going from the garfield and Raimi films to the homecoming yeah oh, it's a, a really different flavor of course as you're saying like yeah, yeah. it's still with sony but you, we're definitely entrenched in the mcu and uh, i'm sure that you know marvel studios had way more of a of a hold mm. um over well, i mean like this... i think that i think we know a lot about how the deal actually worked but i yeah. for me it kind of worked in homecoming Mm-hmm. Like, I do get Connor's point about not getting that explanation, which we should have had. That's mm-hmm. absolutely right. But you can say um, that with many of the films, though. Like, you know, Right, but yeah. I mean, but especially for Spider-Man, yeah. because Spider-Man has a different legacy coming into it, mm-hmm. uh, where people might like those and see those, even if they're not interested in the other Marvel characters. Yeah. So, like, for reference, um, sorry, go on. No, carry on. Um, for reference, my sister, my sister saw those two Tom Holland Spider-Man films. You didn't know who Uncle Ben was. Right. She doesn't need to, but like it was she just doesn't need to. funny no. that she had no idea. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting experiment that I do appreciate it, that like let, what happens if we don't do the whole uh, mm. origin thing again. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a, an interesting move. I, again, think it's beautifully cast. I think they're all great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think they needed to call Zendaya MJ. I don't care, though. Like, I'm not offended by it. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But I, I do like that little gang together. Yeah. Uh, the Flash is, Flash is terrible. Oh, the I Flash don't like The Flash at all. <laughs> but, yeah. And I love the actor, so please, it's not him. He is yeah. one of the best things about um, sort of Wes Anderson films. Yeah. Um, I just think the whole penis Parker, that kind of, like getting the bullying to that kind of, trying to move the bullying onto an online age but also mm-hmm. have the bullying yeah um but also have them on the the quiz team together it was all very like awkward it just felt awkward in a way i wasn't enjoying oh okay actually sort of bullying oh okay i didn't like any of his supporting cast oh, oh really? really okay um i hated aunt may uh, <laughs> glad she died <laughs> Uh, before No Way Home, her character was literally, I'm a sexy aunt, look at me, talk about sex and flirt yeah. with people. Yeah. And her moments with Peter were so weird because we didn't know their history together because we could assume it's Uncle Ben, but then it turned out it wasn't. So I was like, mm. what is their history? To, 
Like, I, I get she's supposed to be his aunt, but it just, it was just weird. Yeah. I didn't really get anything from it. Okay. Um, I didn't feel until Nowhere Home that I needed to care about her, though. Yeah, like me, she was just, me he too. Has a guardian, that's fine. Yeah, that's she just... she was just another version of Art May for me, and she was way better than Sally Field, and she wasn't the you know the the tried and true Art May from the comics. But it was like, yeah, okay. She just didn't really feel like uh, I don't know. She just didn't even feel like she was really there. Like mm. if that makes sense, but she like, wasn't really. Yeah, she, I mean, yeah, she, she was wasn't. literally just there. So you knew, but she should be because. Well, yeah, I mean, like you know, but I think it worked fine for right. me i don't think it was necessarily the best thing for a spider-man film but like if, as we come into it with no way home i think the the they moved the spotlight a bit and that was mm. i i definitely like the art made from the toby Maguire era the best um, yeah but yeah uh yeah i wasn't offended by marissa tomei all right i'm i'm the one who's offended <laughs> i'll take it uh and uh so Michael Keaton, amazing. I love oh, Michael Keaton. Absolutely oh, amazing. Uh, so he, he started steals off. the entire thing. How could you make uh, someone uh, like the Vulture be so menacing? You, you know, um, a guy that's, you know, uh, a bit older. And to bring it back to Doc Ock, but yeah. also so relatable. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously he was, he was a little bit more OTT, he's a bit villain of, yeah, twirling yeah. his moustache. But, but like, you do understand he where he's coming. He did have a reason for it. Yep. Well, that's uh, the uh, thing, mate. Yeah. They Sorry. did that at the start. Yes. They established him. And then he's just moustache twirling until the very yeah. end. So, uh, the cabin, so, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the cab scene is just, yeah, is awesome. But well, the thing is, scene, you yeah. see the other side of him as well when Peter goes to the home um so yeah, i guess i, I should say... i should clarify like the start of the movie but then the first two acts he's very yeah, bland okay. uh which oh, which is like for me yeah. was a bit jarring because you set him up as like i understand his motives and then he yeah, turns yeah. into a generic villain and then at the end it's good the third act's great yeah uh yeah. where it turns out he's liz's dad yeah um uh, i like liz by the way yeah, yeah, really good. I absolutely did not pick it. You know, there were. I was probably one of the people gasping. <laughs> um, yeah, in the I was cinemas. like, what? Like, what? Like, no way. Yeah, it was very right. cool. Good moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I can see what you mean, uh, Connor, as well. Yeah, with cause he didn't. He was just in his lair the whole time with the tinkerer. Um, yeah. Um, at the beginning, it's funny after when that, he the shocker. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, accidentally. Uh, accidentally. <laughs> Yeah, but still, he didn't seem that shocked that he killed him. Anyway, it's like, oh, oh I yeah. was only hoping to. So he's got a bit of got a bit of evil in there. But um, yeah, but I think Keaton, yeah, stole the show totally. And he was even that last scene, um, like on the airplane and him mm. trying to get the shield stuff. Um, he's just genuinely a scary character. And for for Keaton to actually make that of a guy that's just basically like in a bird suit. Um, yeah, really yeah. testament. Yeah, yeah. They were going to have uh, Ben Kingsley for Raimi's one. I oh, think that would have oh been he would be great. Yeah, yeah. It's very comic accurate casting for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love Arkin. So, and I liked I liked how he wouldn't rat Peter out at the end. Yes. Yeah, that was again beautiful. And like at the time for an MCU villain, that was like groundbreaking. Mm. That was like a million times more depth than we got at that point. Um, yep. You know, and I'm. At that point, I said, because, like, we, you know, I feel like the MCU got better. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, in that we, respect. Yeah. Um, we also got like a cameo from Scorpion as well, Mark Gargan. Oh, yeah. That was, um, yeah. That was cool. A little nod to, again, comic book fans. Uh, we don't get to see him, but that was good. Yeah. Um, anything else about the first one? Uh, what, what do you think of the the hybrid of Gunke slash Ned Leeds? I, I know you don't like that. That was weird. Yeah, but, but I, him, I, I think it was odd to steal a Miles character. Mm, it is. I mean, I like the... not have Miles. Yeah. I mean, I like the I, character. I just think it's odd, and yeah. I think he's fine. I think he gets worse as the films go on. Mm-hmm. Like, Or I find him slightly more annoying as the films go on. <laughs> um, but I think it was a really odd move to steal someone's very famous sidekick. Yeah, that was... And, uh, and uh, without changing the Spider-Man when you could have done that. Mm. Well, I, I remember someone said it was Dead Leeds, and I'm like, what? I know, I know, <laughs> yeah, me too. Up, like, wait. How's that then leads? I was, I was yeah. so I yeah. I mean, I've known nothing about the other character, but for Ned leads, what the yeah. hell? No, no, yeah. I'm not on board with that. <laughs> oh, I mean, considering like I said, the, I actually yeah. quite like him in the first one. Yeah. Um, and it's the, kind of like actually, well, Rebecca, I've got to say that he rose for me by the third one because oh, okay. of, only because of the fact that um it was revealed he was Filipino. Um he's he's uh he's yeah. Lola and, and I you know being a fellow um fellow background it's like oh yes that's and sure like, he's not Korean. No no no, no she was speaking Tagalog the um the Lola. No I was I was referencing Ray. I've always said Tagalog uh, oh, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah no Tagalog yeah. Uh, okay sorry, cool. Uh which one sorry Connor? No, I was referencing you in the Superman and Lois episode, but you're like, oh, you say Koreans are Asians <laughs> like me. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was, yeah, that was just a bit of a buzz, I must say. But yeah, I mean, I can I can understand Rebecca as well, how kind of annoying he potentially okay, gets. Like, so towards... I really like that bit with, with, with him uh, yeah. in, in uh, the third one, mm-hmm. but... I really hated that he could do magic. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I just hated it. Like, I'm sorry, but... Yeah. I'm he, thinking he must oh, be... Oh, it just drove me mad. I was just like... Unless and it, I love No Way Home, but I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. So, I mean, they must be setting him up for Young Avengers, surely, maybe? I don't want him to I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power, like, just because yeah. they needed like to bring in the other Spider-Man. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, I will say a scene I liked that involved Ned... Uh, was when Peter jumps in, takes his mask off, and he's just on the bed. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that's just perfect. Yeah. It's like something I would do. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> that was hilarious. And yeah. just the look on his face is perfect yeah. as well. Yeah. So that brings us to my least favourite, Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hated what, it. What, yeah, <laughs> why? I'm, I'm interested to know why. I, I mean, it's my least favourite as well, but I don't think I'd use the word hate. You mean out of all the Spider-Man films, Rebecca? Yeah. No. Oh, sorry, no. Well, sorry. I, I think it's down with Spider-Man 3. No, down with Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. They're kind of like bottom tier for me. All right. But it, that was a, an opinion that developed. Like when mm-hmm. I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And then the more I heard people talking about it, the more annoyed I I got by some of the choices. Mm. Well, I might, and uh, I so might, I, it, yeah. it's like I, it's probably tainted by a little bit of what it's done to characters I like okay. and things like that. So. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I've only seen it once and I, I enjoyed it, but I'm interested to hear um, maybe on Connor's side uh, and, yeah. and what you've heard as well, Rebecca, as well, about what these kind of discrepancies are because um, I, I, I didn't really um, analyse it, scrutinise it that much when it just, I just, you know, just watched it and was like, yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, why? Why, Connor? What, let us know. Well, I guess, well, Rebecca and I have different reasons. Yep. which yeah. uh, she'll get into. Um, but so this is this is not, believe it or not, it's not actually the same reason as the first one. Mm-hmm. So with this one, it... Right, so again, Aunt May annoyed the crap out of me. Uh, just one dimension, especially in this film, very one-dimensional character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her thing with Happy, I thought it was lame. And, uh, but the, the thing that bugged me is I was so bored throughout the whole thing. And there was just, it felt like there was absolutely nothing sincere in the movie. Like even, even when he's talking to Zendaya or, uh, MJ and he's like, oh, you know, oh, I knew you were Spider-Man. They just, she plays it off as like kind of a quip or Mm. whatever, or just like a, uh, you know, and it's just, it just gave me the craps, and then uh, Mysterio, mm-hmm. and I because like this movie was set in Europe, and it had Mysterio, and I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, I won't at least find this entertaining, and I did. Yeah. And Mysterio's motivation, they do a tiny bit with it. It's you get like one scene, and that's it, and it doesn't explain why he's a psycho that points his gun, like points guns at his henchmen's heads, mm. you know, uh, and. Like, the one part that could have been cool was Mysterio's big vision that he put Spider-Man in, hmm. but it just looked like a computer game. Like, it looked like a... Oh, the thing game. towards the end, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, there's really something to be said for still using practical effects. You don't have, It doesn't have to be all practical, but if it's just all computer-generated like that, then it's just, it doesn't feel... Like, you know, if you mix some practical stuff with CGI, you can sort of make it more convincing mm-hmm. or give you a sense of scale or being there. But yeah. And like the vision itself from a writing standpoint, what's happens is really cool. It just didn't look yeah, any right. good. Mm. It, for me, it was just like, I felt like I was watching the bottom of the barrel for mm. just uninspired, you know, like, uh, okay. Yeah. Fine. It's a fine popcorn flick. You like spot watch Spider Man go around and stuff. That's fine. I'm not mm-hmm. begrudging you for that. I'm just saying there's nothing like there's nothing there. And I'm not saying it has to be deep. I'm just saying there has to be something. Yeah. You know, there has to be something. It goes back to what Sam Raimi said. You can put a guy in tights and play trumpet music, and people will cheer for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and there doesn't have to be any big moral lesson. I just I wanted something. There was nothing in that movie that I liked, or I could. Um. Everything was just flat. It was just, yeah. It was like, you know, I don't know. It, it was. It might be like my least favorite MCU movie that I've seen. Oh wow! Period. You know. Jeez. Um, wow. I just thought it was like this is as low as we can go. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. What's well, I mean? You know. Yeah, fair enough. Everyone's got their own. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, just yeah. I mean, I I definitely preferred the first one. Um, yeah, well, so. I've definitely seen the first one a lot more than the se- well. I've only seen the second one once. I've seen the yeah. first one about maybe four times. So, yeah, 
Um, and there's no, it's not because I don't like the second one. I mean, I've got the second one on Blu-ray as well. Yeah. Um, but they're all available for streaming, I think. Um, yeah. So uh, the access to it's there. But yeah, I mean, uh, Rebecca as well. How about how about you? I mean, I yeah. So I mean, uh, I liked it generally. Generally. Yeah. Um, or I liked a lot about it. I liked um, I liked the Mysterio outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not entirely. That we'll we'll move on to the how they revised him as a, a as a villain in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that when you saw uh, Nick Fury behaving a bit out of character. It was explained Whoa. that yeah. the scrolls. So I, I always always like seeing a bit of scrolls. Oh yeah. Um, kind of like seeing happy step up with peter I, and then so and then, and i i didn't mind the kids interaction i thought the night monkey stuff was fun mm-hmm. some of the fights looked good um i think so my biggest issue is like um people joked about it before right that yeah. anyone who met tony becomes a villain right um, right and that in the everyone was very worried before the first spider-man that um there was going to be this big like oh you know uh, it'll be too much iron man but actually it worked out okay mm-hmm. but in this second one so this is after end game and you start with peter being sad and that's what gets him a- abroad so that's fine mm-hmm. but like i don't i'm sorry like but then but they've they've fully pivoted tony stark to being some evil weapon person again ah. whereas in all the avengers films is like kind of him learning not to be that yes. and then oh, sacrificing absolutely. himself in the end yeah right so then you get the oh he'll just give a teen something that'll let him rain down drones on his <laughs> classmates like yeah. it just and then oh mysterio he was rude to mysterio once so like now he's a villain and mm. he's got a room full of villains that tony was rude to once and it's like these people are so delicate that like have they yeah. never met anyone else that they've been rude to i it's like i i understand that there's this that they're trying to cash in on on the big money making link mm-hmm. or what they believe is but yeah. i think at this even at this stage None of these films need advertising. They don't need boosting oh, no, like crossovers. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just it, this one was the one where I snapped and just went like, even because I, I was feeling like, why would Tony have given him those glasses? Like he did yeah. given him protective things. I understand that, but ones that have like the ability to call down drone attacks, I don't think he would. Mm. Like having seen how irresponsible he was as a teen, doesn't matter what he thinks about Peter. Like there's so many things he could have given him. And I know they did it for story reasons, but it just annoyed me. And then yeah. listening to people talking about it, it annoyed me more. And then it just became this, everyone seems very out of character just to serve this story you wanted to tell, uh, including Mysterio and, <laughs> and how it was done. Because like, wouldn't it have been cool if he was from an alternate world? Especially yeah. as like, by the time we get to No Way Home, we've got the multiverse. Yes. Um, so I find it frustrating. I guess that's, that's it. I don't hate it. I just haven't felt any desire to and there's lots of things in it i like but there's no just i just haven't felt the desire to go back to it so that's why it goes down whereas you know and i i think some of the kids were more annoying i think some of the teachers really <laughs> annoying yeah, um, yeah and yeah and to the point of like where uh, i just I, I just didn't want to see it again and yeah, um yeah. yeah so that's why it gets yeah down. whereas what, yeah. like at least in amazing spider-man 2 i still really like andrew and emma yeah, you know, so yeah, that's the difference for me. But. Sorry, Connor. When when Rebecca's finished, that's where John in. I'm finished. Yeah. 
Uh, just before I forget, yeah, I'm not sure I mentioned the No Way Home part, but yeah, his uh, his supporting cast, I'm just mm-hmm. they don't do it for me. I don't dig them at all. Okay. Um, I like the idea of Ned. Yeah. Uh, well, except for the Ned lead scene. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like <laughs> that uh, again, like yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, they didn't do it for me in this movie. And for me, I don't know. MJ as a love interest felt really out of nowhere as well. That wasn't set up in the first film. Okay. He was not attracted to her in the first film. Like, it was just... Uh, so, it felt odd to me. And especially okay. since I just watched them back to back. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. P- potentially that would do it to you. Yeah, so... I mean, yeah uh, look, I'm not going to like try to defend it. It's not like one of my favourite films. Um, I think, similar to you, Rebecca, uh, and it's not that I hate it. It's just that I've got a real desire to watch it again. Like, there's nothing really pushing me to... Like if I want to watch a Tom Holland film, um, you know, before No Way Home, I, I always went to Homecoming. I, I don't know, just because I like the Vulture and all that. Um, I think, yeah, Mysterio is weird. And look, they, they chop and change characters in the MCU for sure. I mean, it's part and parcel. So yeah. he's not going to be the same Quentin Beck from Amazing Spider-Man. But, but imagine, that's fair enough. Imagine wasting Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal mm. with a role like that. You know, he like when he was announced as Mysterio, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's actually going to be good. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that's real good casting. And then they just give him that piss poor writing for, you know, Malekith tier villain. Yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't call him as bad as Malekith, but I, I. No, I don't think he's bad as Malekith. I do. He's not, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, I that meant the writing. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't as bad, no, but I think the writing was yeah. as bad. Well, uh, I think, yeah, I, I think, again. You know, if we all put our writing hats on again, similar to Rebecca, I would have loved it again. Yeah, if he was from the multiverse, because that was kind of alluded to. I thought that would have been pretty cool, because then, in my mind, that would rationalise why he isn't like the the Quentin Beck from from what we know. Um, I liked his scheme of pretending to be a hero. Yeah, yeah, I liked yeah. that as well. That, well was that was good. It was good in an annoying way. I mean, we all know... Because yeah. they have those elemental monsters. Like, we all know that that's yeah. not the thing. Um, so I did like that. I, I, I was a little bit... Um, it was a little bit flat for me, that because, yeah. because we know. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I, I actually... A couple of scenes that stood... Stand out for me now if I'm trying to just remember it off the top of my head. Oh, I kind of like that, um, the scene with Tom Holland and Zendaya on the, on the bridge. Is it? Yeah, um, I quite like that as well. I thought that was, a, I thought that was pretty... You know, they kind of connected there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's funny, like you mentioned, Rebecca, the, I, I found that a very Spider-Man-y thing, that, that big kind of monologue by Mysterio yeah. with all, all all the... um, And I didn't think of it like you mentioned, Rebecca, so that's actually given me kind of a new lens to look at it. But just all these disgruntled people, but, you know, there's Mysterio just harping on about his grand scheme. I, I thought that was just, like, really... Um, you know, comic booky Spider Man. Yeah, so yeah, that, I, it was. So I thought that was pretty fun. Um, as for yeah, I love the, the the setting in Europe as well. Um, authentic Dutch people. I've got to just let everyone know as well. Uh, <laughs> the real accents. That's their their real accents. So um, Important. yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, and just you know them having fun in uh, in Italy. Uh, and did they go to the UK as well? Wasn't there one? Or was that in... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, look, yeah, there's no fun allowed okay. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I can't say, you know, that, as I said, I'm gonna, I'm, I can't say that I can defend it in any way. I mean, it was just a... I wouldn't call it, like, the worst of the MCU films. 
but it's just kind of middle of the road, probably. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, not not offensive for me. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but I, got, I, actually, I got so mad I wrote a review. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's funny though, Rebecca. What you're saying though, I mean, that thing about Tony Stark is like, oh yeah, that is pretty. It just annoyed silly. me, and yeah. that's why I mean, like, it, it sort of dawned on me when I saw other people's reactions to it. So it's like my first viewing, I was kind of like, okay, it's a bit dumb, but like I get why you're trying to do it. And then it was just like just hearing everyone going, seeing I told you he was a villain. Mm. And it's not so much that I, I mean, obviously I'm a little bit defensive of him, but it was also just like they didn't need to do it in the film. Yeah. yeah. Like they just, it just wasn't needed. Like I, they could have just, you know, I mean, he, it, even if he was the trigger for Mysterio and he had all the things, but the, the glasses and all that kind of stuff, it was just yeah. like surely you could have found a better way to do that yeah I, I mean i guess he's got a target on his back as well tony Stark, because he's you know we're talking about tech and yeah, um, know, someone like, like the, maybe wakanda just, get them to a, that's a marvel sony problem it's yeah. like you know widen it out like you've literally taken someone who's just who you know we've just watched sacrifice themselves mm. and you're like oh he was a dick yeah yeah whether you believe he's a dick or not that's that's your prerogative but i just think it's it was a bit whiplash yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, having said that, though, and our discussion, I am looking forward to you know watching it again, like just in, <laughs> to hear just what what you know from what you've been I've saying. Bad news for you, Ray. Yeah, I've taken your blue and I've cast it into the fiery depths <laughs> of hell, so you have to make a trip to get oh, it. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, just out of curiosity. Uh, but again, like I say, I'm not going to defend it or anything. It's it's is what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's it's not listed as my worst. I'm looking on Letterbox, but it's in the bottom tier with yep. a few other yeah. ones that I've cast in the hell as well. So <laughs> that won't stop them getting sequels, though. You know. Mm. Uh, so yeah. these include all the non MCU Marvel Studios films. Uh, your... No, it's just MCU ones, but I can't okay. think of any Marvel Studios films that are non MCU that I've seen. Like because. The non-MCU ones I've seen I generally like. Oh, my uh, God, Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse. No. Oh, oh, yeah, no, that, that oh, sucks. God. But, like, <laughs> I've got me, the Blu-ray. I haven't even watched it. I don't want to watch it because I <laughs> – just out of being a completionist. Um, but yeah. that the Magneto alone in that at least elevates it for me. That's it's true. That's crap. true. He is amazing like, in it, yeah. Yeah, well, look, okay. So yeah. aside from the, the new X-Men movies, first class onwards, I don't like those. But, um, yeah. First class was good, that, I thought. Anyway, so. yeah, I he, cast said aside, hell, he said apart from that. Uh, mm. I've cast them into hell, like I have cast Thought of the Dark World, Iron Man three, and a few others. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But um, moving on, we have No Way Home, which yeah. was the new one. Yeah, the, uh, the one to complete the set. Yes. Yes. Which is my favorite of the three, but like that's really not hard. Mm. No, it's <laughs> just definitely make, like, a no, okay yeah. movie. no, but um, it's my it's my favorite of the three as well. Oh, mine, yeah. mine too for sure, absolutely. I think I think people are getting a bit carried away with it. I see like a lot of five star ratings and stuff, and I'm like, look, it's good, but if just yeah. because you feel something, it doesn't mean it's perfect. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like, I think people need well, to I mean, look I, at I mean, things a bit more critically. Uh, well, I mean, if they're looking at it. As how enjoyable it was, then for sure, give it a five out of five. I mean, I mean it, it's the experience it, that you get. So I don't know. I it, think it's. it's oh, we don't. We don't. Those things yeah. that happens though with all these films. 
Yeah, for sure. People pretty much, you know, ride the wave of emotion. And for sure, look, if you want to critique it, like on on a technical level, um, for sure, absolutely. That's a different kind of level of of marking, I think. But you know, people love it. Get five out of five. Oh, I loved it. I came out of it. Um, it's staying with me. I guess me. for me, yeah. For me, I feel like I'm talking about letterbox. I feel like the site's meant to be used mm-hmm. for like what you kind oh, of okay. Think of the quality of the film, not necessarily how much you enjoyed it. That's why the like, the heart is there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought, um, I thought Hercules. Wait, no, I didn't put a heart for that. Never mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Count Dracula, the BBC production. I just gave that three out of five, right? It's Mm -hmm. not a great rating, but I put a heart there because I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. And I got the blue and I got the DVD coming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it shows you, it gives you a score for the quality of the film. Um, It is sometimes hard to be like fully objective. Yeah. It is. Like, uh, yeah. But I, because I, I, I back and forth on some of my ratings, but mm-hmm. I do try and only put the heart on ones I liked. It know? just, it disheartens me when I see films that are like, I know are better. Yeah. But have yeah. lower ratings because they're not as recent and they didn't generate so much hype and response. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's not the movie's fault. Like, I'm not, I don't hold that against the movie. I'm just, you know, it's about to say with like the aftermath of it, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the yeah. movie. Um, well, can I talk about the negatives first? Yeah. Because yeah, there's fewer, yeah. and it won't take... So, you've put in a lot of villains, right? So, obviously, there's going to be... You put in that many characters, you're going to have plot holes. Yep. And there were some pretty big ones. Uh, Doc Ock just disappeared. In fact, I forgot that he had been turned back to normal because he was gone for so long. I didn't know what he was doing that <laughs> the whole time. Um <laughs> And uh, we mentioned before, Peter gets stabbed in the back, and they make you think it's a big oh, moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by Peter, I mean Toby Peter. Toby McGuire. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then that was it's utterly. Not, it's just like, fine. Yeah. yeah, that was utterly pointless, but yeah. <laughs> it felt like a pretty cheap moment, or they had written something else after it, oh, and then they I, tweaked it. And maybe, had... maybe. That, actually, that probably makes more sense because to go for it, to have that as a cheap moment, it lasted what? five seconds and then you know and then it was just like put aside yeah i found it very weird that little that little thing i think maybe it was a re-edit something to the, do with the re-edit the way i thought i was going was that norman was going to save peter's life and that would have been a great yeah. arc for him because he would be say saving his peter's life you know they have yeah. we talked before out of all the uh relationships in the raimi trilogy like uh, between hero and villain, they definitely had the closest yeah. relationship. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think like the most important for Peter, I think that would be the one that haunts him the most. Yeah. Out of all of them, um, and they and you know, Toby and Defoe didn't interact that much, which surprised me. Mm. Uh, but you know, he did with Molina. Um, yes. We also mentioned before, I really wish they did more with Electro and the Lizard. Mm-hmm. Because I think and they Sandman. got Sandman. Kind of... And I thought Sandman as well, but yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess, well, to do on the Garfield ones for a moment, they really got sort of done in by the executives and the editing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In their films, so I'm like, oh, maybe we'll get some of that here. And mm-hmm. people want to see that, and we didn't really get that. Uh, Electro had went better off than the Lizard. Wizard was just like, I want to turn oh. people into lizards. <laughs> um, 
And exactly. as you said, Ray, Sandman, who was kind of acted inconsistent with yep. Spider-Man 3 version. Yep. Like, he had logic in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. 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 In this, he's like, oh, it's another Peter. I don't trust him. Or now I'm going to try and kill my Peter, even though mm. it was... That was off-putting to me. Um, Art May still didn't like her. Glad she died. <laughs> uh, you know, and I feel everyone's like, oh, I cried when Art May died. I'm like, I was relieved. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> thought her death scene was crap as well. But I, I, actually, oh, really? I was thinking, okay. Cara, I'm like, how's she going to live through this? She got hit by the goblins. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's dead. Cool. <laughs> yeah. um, she, and... she just, can I just say, she just reminded, she just reminded me of um, Tom Sizemore. I think that's his name. From, I think it's Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I can't. But yeah, he he's a sergeant, and he gets like shot, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I just I've just got the wind knocked out of me." <laughs> and like you know, it's it's that kind of um, yeah, yeah. mentality. Yeah. Anyway, no, I liked that. Yeah. I just didn't like anyway. I won't go into it. Uh, and what was the other thing? There was one more thing. Um, it was. Look, you guys talk about your quibbles for a bit while I think of what my final quibbles. I'm trying to think of my quibbles. Uh, well, I don't know what my quibbles were. It's right. Oh, yeah, look, I, I think um, I think just those little inconsistencies. I mean, they didn't deter me from the yeah. film that much at all. I mean, there's also that thing about. Um, I think even retrospectively, someone pointed out um, Electro didn't even know in, in Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man's yeah, secret identity, that. so he actually shouldn't have been you know, part of this whole fiasco uh, because it's apparently everyone that knows. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that little hole as well. But, I mean, those little nitpicky things, I don't, didn't really mind. Oh, no, um, I do have one. I do have one. Oh, yeah? Well, which magic. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. It's so I would agree. blatantly just, we need a way to make this work. There's no reason for I it. I would agree with there's you. There's no hints of it in the previous films. Yeah. There's nothing. like yeah. the, It's just literally, we need a way to get the other Peters in. Yes. Oh, this will be funny. That was, and it, I, it yeah. just made him look like a clown, and yeah. I, I just felt like you could have found a better way of doing this. To, to me, Rebecca, that was akin to really literally uh, Dane Whitman in The Eternals going, oh, by the way, I have a, a little bit of a history, <laughs> like um, like with, you know, with a sword. No, I thought that, I thought that was a little bit better than... Oh, really? I, I just thought it was yeah, clunky. I thought I, Ned's I, was... What I thought was yeah. clunky in The Eternals was that they then cut it off and went to, like, a, yeah. a hard cut, right. when it's just like, you don't even know you're getting a sequel, and that's, that's rude yeah. to the... You know, right. that's not like the Dune one. That's like a... Yeah. What? Um, whereas this one was just like... You know, look, surely they could have hand-waved it that whatever he nicked off Doctor Strange had magic in it yeah. without them all thinking that, you know, he could have picked up a different thing in yeah. the Sanctum uh, and that yeah. could have opened random portals or something like yes, that. Yeah. But it's just like, it just... I it was too, ran- to it was too random. It was, it was too just like... Much. It was just like, you don't all need to be connected yeah. and useful yeah. and, you know, I didn't yeah. like them mocking Doc Ock's name. I thought that was a little bit mean-spirited. Uh. Yeah, that have yeah. been bullied as well. Yeah, like so there were little things like that that just felt a little bit jarring. Yeah. But overall, yeah. I still loved it. Yeah, look, I'd agree as well. I think with that magic thing with Ned, I mean, I think the strength, and and I know you guys potentially don't, you know, like the the Scooby Gang for for Tom Holland uh, in his movies, but I think the strength of like you know MJ and Ned, um, 
and the others are because they're just like normal, you know. Uh, so to no, have... I mean, I do. I actually do like them. I think. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they're fine. I just, just yeah. didn't like that. That's oh no, my... I didn't like that. Bit. I mean, yeah, my normal, point. Yeah, my but point. They don't act normal. Yeah, no, yeah. But my <laughs> point. My point was that um, that yeah, yeah, you immediately have Ned now associated with magic, which is like, oh, really? Like, and and to to bring in such a big thing, like those were the big moments, right? Went to see um. Andrew Garfield and to- Toby Maguire. It's like, yeah. this is how they're brought into the multiverse through Ned. I-, I thought, yeah, I thought that was probably the. I don't mind him bringing them in, but not through having his own somewhat innate magical ability somehow to trigger yeah. those. Rings. Oh no, exactly. That's like, what I, you know, like, exactly I don't what mind I mean. if he's doing it by accident or something like that. Um, well, yeah, you know, I just, yeah, you know, yeah, no, he just try. He just all of a sudden. This was not yeah. built. This was not built up anywhere. It just all yeah. of a sudden in this movie, he somehow is akin to magic. Um, and yeah. how long did how long did we watch Strange train to do that? Yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, and Ned's like some prodigy. Some prodigy. It's just like all right, just. Uh, yeah. I was I was hoping because like I was hoping that we'd see maybe a tease of Ned becoming the Hobgoblin or something big. Because the uh, the actor he he physically had changed quite a lot, um, yeah. and it looked like he was wearing a wig as well, which I think he did shave his hair. So I, I'm thinking that might be a wig. I mean, like, I'd I'd be honestly happy going forward to not really see them again. However much mm. I did like them, yeah, like because yeah. uh, I I mean, who knows what we'll get next? But like that was they were that was my my main quibble. Yeah, I mean, going back to Ned and Stacey, um, he was sand the whole time. You. Yeah, yes, yes. That was weird. Well, all I thought of seeing that, and the same with the lizard, was that, oh, they weren't able to get the actors in. Although we did see them towards the end. Yeah. Um, To me, it just, it it kind of lost the magic a bit of the film because it was was just like a a red flag saying, oh, okay, they obviously couldn't get them. Um, So this is how they're trying to work around it. Uh, So, yeah, that was a little bit disappointing, but I was glad to see them at the end. You know, at least they've showed their faces, so... There's also something to be said for... Um, yeah, we talked about earlier how they, you know, made Mary Jane look good without uh, pulling the rug out from Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the villains are kind of captured really easily by Tom Holland in this... I oh, in the, the yeah. I didn't think it was as clunky as the magic thing, though. Given that they had to move the plot along. Yeah. Like, oh no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't think that at all. It, but I didn't. Yeah. That didn't annoy me as much. Yeah. I, it's just you remember. You remember these guys taking whole movies to take out, and then it's like, well, nanobites and magic, and yeah. then like they're kind of played for laughs in their little prison cells. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the fact that. Like Rebecca said before, it's making yeah. fun of his name, like Tom yeah, Bob's yeah, name yeah. and stuff. Uh, I think also just the fact that Peter has his hands on some magic to be able to do that kind of justifies how easy oh, it's his work is made. Sure. Yeah, like like it's, it makes sense, yeah. but it was just like, mm, you know, um, like obviously Green Goblin still had his fangs, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, again, like I think. You know, moving moving past all that stuff. Well, like some of the some of that stuff again, like Peter getting stabbed and stuff. Like, you yeah. know, it was a noticeable downside to the film for me. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and, I uh, like seeing Dummy again. See, that was a perfect amount of uh, Stark referencing. None. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to see Dummy again, and I literally gasped in the cinema. Like, uh-huh. I know everyone was like very excited for all the Spider Men getting together and all the and and that yeah. was a great scene with them all in the flat, yeah, uh, doing science and talking about their. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I did actually gasp to see Dummy again. Who's Dummy? The uh, Tony's robot thing. Hmm. The the one that the he talks to when it, it does, him. yeah yeah the, the one, one that, that brings him his his uh, arc reactor when he's dying. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, can, can I also say just as well? Um, and this is not, I guess, a quibble, but it was just a little maybe like disappointing for me. I'll, look, I'll take it either way. But when Spider Man goes up against um, Doctor Strange, and like he beats yeah. him. I was thinking, oh, no way he'd beat Doctor Strange, but I guess he's Spider-Man, so, you know, he I can... Think yeah, there's no way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? I think they hand-waved it okay, like, Strange underestimates him and he's using... Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, maybe you shouldn't have written yourself into that position mm. where he has to go up against Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange is the type of guy where you go, who would win Doctor Strange or the Marvel Universe, you know? Yeah, like it's, yeah exactly. It's com- completely like <laughs> yeah he's, he's up there so yeah but you know spider-man's come against uh, a lot of adversity so it's probably the thing he does as well but yeah anyway that that kind of just called out i remember and when tom holland was kind of gushing towards his friend oh i beat dr strange i'm thinking oh <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't have <laughs> anyway, yeah but uh, that was you know I yeah, yeah that was... as, as jarring exactly because yeah. you know, was... that's a very comic thing like uh, yeah there's also what well, I did. I kind of liked that they made Aunt May the Uncle Ben figure because that's yes, always a spin. I love. Yes, that I was liked, great. Yeah. At the same time, it comes pretty late, and that just shows that Uncle Ben wasn't his motivation for Spider-Man. So the previous yep. two movies are even more muddy in that respect, and he doesn't really have motivation until this point, or doesn't have powerful motivation until this point. Mm-hmm. Well, you doesn't know? he? I um, mean, I think they've retconned it because didn't he say early yeah. on, or in Civil War? That he like when when Tony Stark met him, that you know, uh, he was something important happened. Yeah, something important yeah, happened to him. If you see something happening and you could make a difference, and you don't, then yes. that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was well, very which bad. is yeah, yeah. I thought is a nice, you know, uh, like. Oh, he said well, he said more than that. Yeah, but that, that's effectively what he said yeah. is that if you can do something to make things better and you don't, then yeah, it's, it sounded wrong. as if he had some sort of you know trauma he as said, well to to draw yeah, from. But yeah, well, he, he did. He definitely said something about like when the bad things happen, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so that he, kind of implied something. But now we get yeah, the bad things didn't happen because he didn't have the movie. Kind of like he doesn't really have trauma before this. Well, maybe he did, but like it's not the Uncle Ben trauma. Mm. I mean, because it. I mean, again, it, it, I think they kind of changed it up a bit, and I think this came about. Uh, May being the Uncle Ben, maybe came about when yeah. they did this movie. I mean, it's, yeah. it's better late than never to give mm. him yeah. a solid yeah. sort of thing. I thought it was a great twist. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's very much the theme of this movie is he's becoming the Peter Parker you know. Yeah. And he just needed the other ones to kind of yeah. uh, that, mentor him through it. That is, a, that is a joke that I like making, is that Tom Holland needed other Spider-Mans to tell him how to be Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah one uh, thing, not Tom yeah. Holland's fault. But yeah. No, and and one thing I think actually that I was really glad when that happened, uh, Aunt May, you know, being the Uncle Ben, was it, it kind of then confirmed, you know, in my mind that that Peter, the Tom Holland's Peter Parker, 
to me at least, isn't meant to be seen as the Spider-Man. He's just one yeah. of countless others. Yeah. And um, and so that, again, uh, gives a lot more credibility, again, to the Tobey Maguire, the Andrew Garfield uh, movies, yeah. because they're not any lesser Spider-Man yeah. than the MCU Spider-Man. And so, yeah, I, I love that fact that... Um, yeah, yeah. That and look, they were great. Yeah, it was so good to see them. They were great. I thought they both got enough to do that. I was satisfied mm. they weren't oh, just yeah. thrown in. Um, I mean, it's a definite highlight. Was I didn't think I would be as nostalgic about them, mm. but it totally got me. Yeah, Andrew Garfield like immediately uh, after i watched it it's like i've got to watch the amazing spider-mans again because yeah. i just loved his performance in this um he could he it's he seemed like a guy that was enjoying you know revisiting yeah. this role and and that kind of rubs off on the viewers i think so yeah yeah, yeah i mean he's i think they all did they, they all yeah, did yeah great. yeah they yeah it was pretty vocal andrew garfield about um his love for spider-man i mean my favorite my favorite moment in the movie, I think it was a few people, was um, when he saves MJ. Mm, and yeah, she was yeah, about yeah. to, like, it was the exact same scenario that Gwen died, um, except he got to save her this time for the other Peter, even though he lost yeah, his own. Yeah, that was know? so good. Yeah, yeah, it was very um, good. Yeah. That, that was probably my favorite moment. And Andrew Garfield was just an amazing actor. Like, And he just pulled it off so well. Oh, he did, didn't he? Just yeah. all the emotional weight of, of doing that and the relief yeah. and that, yeah. And I yeah. love, I, I do like Tom Holland, but, you know, due to the context of when the Raimi films and then the Garfield films came out, something about those two interacting was just yeah. sort of special to see for me. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Just, I mean, for me, even also as well, Tobey Maguire, just to see him, like, oh, yeah. and looking so good as well, like coming back in the role. Um, yeah, it was just really special because, yeah, yeah I mean, he's a, you know, like the OG one um yeah out of the three exactly. so yeah uh yeah i mean and seeing all three of them interact was awesome yeah. as well and you know, you know and like they they're all different kind of peters like you know mm. i think i don't know they're all pretty goofy but andrew andrew garfield's peter's like a I don't know, he's just like a different kind of goofy where he's yeah. like, I love you guys. And yeah, yeah, the other two yeah. are just kind of like, oh, yeah. cool, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the um, what seemed to be a lot of... Apparently he ad-libbed that. Yeah, I was oh, about really? to say... Yeah, I was... yeah, he ad-libbed the I love you guys. I, I was about to say I love the... Apparently they just they liked it, so they just left it. That, yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the um, the ad-lib or the, the improv scenes as well. Yeah. You can kind of tell... Like, uh, there was that one, Rebecca, as you said. Uh, there's the other one when they are working in that apartment together, I think, I'm assuming, because they, they're I just like... some ch- of the comments, yeah. Yeah, were. they're just chatting away. And, and uh, then the other one, I love it when Toby Maguire was, like, limbering up. Um, yeah, that was uh, funny. Yeah. yeah, and then Tom Pollan asked him about his... Um, his webs, like you know, as well. Oh, the that's, webs that was hilarious. Funny, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was. <laughs> see, that was that was one was genuinely funny. Yeah, like, could have been really awful, but it was actually very funny. Yeah, that was great. They're like freaking out that the webs are actually coming out of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, oh, what was that part I really liked? Oh uh, yeah, I really liked. You know, uh, El Garfield was really down on himself. Mm. and toby's peter is like you know don't do that you know you're great you're amazing and i'm maybe the amazing thing was a pun yeah yes and it's kind of lame if it was i think it was was, but it actually worked to me because it worked on both ways so well yeah so it's a really good sentiment yeah um you know and i like the idea of the older peter having like 
more wisdom than the other two. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea how Toby is. Like, he's not, they're not trying to make him, you know, the age he was when he was playing. He is a, yeah. an older Peter, so that's, yeah, really cool. And even when he says Doc Ock, Doc Ock is, you know, oh, Peter Parker will grow up. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will say, if they went a bit far with a lot of the callbacks, they would be saying the lines they said in the movies a lot. Oh. It's like, yeah, I remember when they said that. So I think, <laughs> how many times does Doc Ock say the palm in the sun of my hand oh, in this movie? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, no, he said that in the, the Raimi movie. I get it. You can yeah. stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think the hot and I like the start as well. Um, so even before the Peters came in. Oh, Again, yes. I, I couldn't really stand Tom Holland's universe, but seeing it turned upside down was nice. Oh, I yeah, thought you know the bit I didn't like this. The other bit I didn't like that bit in the school, like with the teachers sucking up to him. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to kill myself. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, please let it not carry on. Like I just, that. yeah, I just thought that was a bit of because again comedic. they were just so yeah. cringy over the yeah. top and so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, portrayals. But yeah. it didn't last. It was fine. Yeah, oh, and um, Connor, I thought you were about to mention at the beginning of the film. I mean, one of the big moments in the first five minutes. Absolutely floored uh, to see Charlie Cox. Uh, in, yeah, no, I didn't expect uh, that. That was that just was awesome. Um, he and, catches the brick. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was, you do that. It's like a really good boy. Uh, <laughs> and like we all kind of like knew that he was going to be in, but I think oh, I was absurd, I was I, subverted <laughs> by how early on he was he was brought in. You know, and it was just oh great. So we got him. And I then, liked it was teased. It was just there. And yeah, then he caught the brick, and it was amazing. And then well, you're like, was... fine, it's going to be fun. Everyone was saying it was him, and I was one of those people going, you're an idiot if you think he's going to show up. And oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but he was, like, part of me sad, because, honestly, I would prefer... I mean, like, I'm, I'm really glad. It's awesome that he's in the universe of Spider-Man. But if I had yep. to pick and choose, I would prefer him with one of the other Spider-Men. Right. Because yep. I think I think the grittier Daredevil always works better with, yep. like, an adult oh. Spider-Man. Look, there could be um, there could be another Charlie Cox in the other universe. You never know. That's you know, true. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh god, I love if Ben Affleck was with us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Toby Spider Man. He was good. Like his performance is good. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. yeah. I care what the naysayers say about the movie. He is good. Uh, yeah, Affleck's good. Yeah, Affleck's good in it. I have to say, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, a lot of other great things. I mean, the the, the fight scene. Toward the end, it's just to see three Spider-Men jumping about, and mm. you kind of feel—I don't know—you kind of feel um, really. I, I don't know. I felt really confident because you know, obviously, Spider-Man's not going to be hurt, and there are three of them, so there wasn't. Uh, that, I th- didn't. Okay. I oh. thought. I mean, I thought oh. the odds seemed pretty stacked against them. They okay. were, I don't know. They were just getting beaten up a lot. Okay. Uh, I just felt quietly confident that they were just about to do their stuff and and i mean that in a good way not the fact that oh um the tension's gone i just yeah i was like oh awesome these guys are gonna yeah do their thing but yeah yeah um i guess others may have thought otherwise right yeah i mean this one one thing i like i love the idea of their arc being trying to redeem these villains Mm. Mm uh you know because that's in the Raimi trilogy, anyway, that's obviously what he really would have liked to do, but he yeah, couldn't. I, I uh, like that as well. I just it makes it stand out as a sort of concept. Yeah. It's a very Spider-Man concept. Um, but I guess yeah. yeah, there's there's one thing. There's one problem is like the lizard got redeemed in mm-hmm. 
Like, he, he did get the serum. Even Andrew Garfield says, I've killed him before, so he got the serum. And, you know, he had the... Except this time he had the emotional journey of, like, what have I done? And he saves Peter at the end. So, yeah. maybe he doesn't... I don't know. It's like, when you think about it too much, it's like, what are the ramifications of doing this? And yeah. how does it mess up the universes? Yeah. And I know that could be considered nitpicking, but at the same time, it's like, mm, something they put there. Yeah. It's like, you know, is a bit of a hole for me as well. Um, I really like the sentiment, though. I just think... Um, I, I want to say maybe they should have about thought it out more, but maybe they did, you know? Uh, again, there's, like, so much in the movie and there's so much there going is. on. Yeah. I mean, I think um, they did a really great job at juggling it all. I, I think, yeah, I think they balanced it yeah. very well. Yeah. I think what, what really mattered was the three... Or, like, the thing that I think it all depended on was the three Spider-Men mm-hmm. together, and they nailed that, so... Yeah. And yeah. I think... Um, also, the villains interacting with each other was very fun. Yeah. Yes, I like yeah. that. Absolutely. I've got a question for both of you as well. So um, how confident are you now, having seen No Way Home, uh, that John Watt will take over and do Fantastic Four? Do you think we'll get a, a decent Fantastic Four? Like looking at, I guess, the humor in He is, is he doing Fantastic Four? Do yeah. We know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't necessarily. I mean, he did the other two Spider-Man films as mm-hmm. well. So, like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's a fixed thing. Okay. Like, I've liked some of his films more than I've liked others. Yeah. Um. There was nothing. I. I, I think he'll nail the family ties and yeah. the relationship stuff. Like, the rest is who knows. Depends who they go up against. Depends how they fit into the MCU. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I. I, yeah. I kind of see. I have a lot... a lot of questions about the the Fantastic Four. Like, uh, yeah, they're ones I always feel I should like, but I don't always like. So you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I. I see it maybe like Civil War and the Russo brothers. Maybe it's a, a nice little dress rehearsal for, for John Watt to, um, to work with a bigger cast, to juggle more big characters, uh, and maybe, yeah, I don't know, maybe with Fantastic, Fantastic Four we'll, we'll get something similar as enjoyable. I don't know. How about you, Connor? Um, I don't know. I mean, no. for me, he's done one good movie out of three. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. So, plus it's like, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. It's just hard for me to picture. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think he'd be my pick for Fantastic Four. But again, yeah. it's, it's hard for me to picture because I don't know what they're doing. The Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, I will say, I actually did like the. Uh, I haven't seen the the, the Tim Story one. Yes, you, you like the Tim Story ones. Uh, the the two ones in the two thousands. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, I, I, Tim story. I thought. Yeah. I thought Doom and Invisible Woman were bad. But outside of that, yeah, oh, I loved. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed well. yeah, the film. Yeah, I, I like. Um, I thought it was generally cast really well. I thought they yeah. were also a sort of. They also had the the full on dumb comic book. Yes, yes, dumb comic bookness. Yeah, um, yeah they yes. nailed it. Like they nailed, they nailed the so. dumb comic bookness to the point. I don't know, Chris Evans. I mean, like you know, come on. <laughs> Believe uh, me, I'm going to like them. The rumor is that um, Mr. Fantastic from the I can't remember. I can't pronounce his name. Ielif. Ielif. Um, he's. <laughs> how do you? Rebecca, d- help you. No. <laughs> do you know how to do it? Do you know how to say it, Rebecca? No. I don't remember no. his name, but like well, uh, Mr- Ian, I think. Oh, well, let's call him Ian. Um, yeah. Apparently, he's going to be in the multiverse of madness. I don't Wait, want to hear stories about. Oh no! Look, I, look. It's just rumor. Sorry, Rebecca. But you just, know, it's just, I have heard are, that. Yeah, people throwing everything into that, but um, yeah. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one for like how much they chuck at it again. I'm a bit yeah. worried about that one. So. 
Well, and, you know, uh, Into the Spider-Verse did well, and uh, Narrow Homes did well, so let's yes. just double down on that and milk it to death uh-huh. and make yeah, yeah. everything about the multiverse. And uh, what if was it was terrible, however. What if was absolutely dreadful? So that's yeah. the other Well, thing. it's... No, Sam Raimi, I've got, I've got faith, and uh, you, you know, we haven't got Thanos in this phase of the MCU. As it's far all, as we know, we might well, have Thanos variant. We, we might. I mean, but I, I guess what I'm saying is that the first phase was all about the Infinity Gauntlet and Thanos. Uh, this phase is all about the multiverse. So, to me, it's no surprise that it's you know multiverse stuff everywhere. Um, yeah. That that's what this whole thing is. Uh, I just for this mentioned phase. before bringing it back to DC. It's funny how. DC keep doing it first, but then Marvel keeps beating them to the punch in <laughs> yeah. their movies. Yeah. Uh, it's like the Flash was going to beat them to the punch, but they just took so long making it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. um, I still see people call Dark Side a lame Thanos ripoff. It's just, so, <laughs> it's just like, you know. Uh, anyway, I won't repeat those words on the podcast, but um, yeah. So. But yeah, don't worry, I liked it. Yeah, uh, very good film. Well, last thing I was about to say as well with John Watt, I mean, he did have the advantage with No Way Home of having all that good baggage from the previous, you know, oh, absolutely. films. And yeah, that's a yeah. big plus. So uh, having said that, uh, who knows what how we can work with Fantastic Four because this one yeah, was I'm like a... Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens now. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we do... I want to do a fun little thing, right? right? We have seven minutes left. Yep. So... Let's, so we'll do, like, favourite Spider-Man, favourite Spider-Man villain, mm-hmm. favourite film and least favourite film. How does that sound? Okay. Yep. Does that sound good to you, Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. Remind me of them, though, because I've already... Uh, yeah, right, I'll go through. Okay, so we'll start with you, Ray. Yep. Uh, in fact, I'll start. So my favourite <laughs> Spider-Man... Yeah. Just to set the example, okay. So yep. my favourite Spider-Man film, to no one's surprise, is Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. So what's... what's uh, which one of you wants to go next? Rebecca? I think Spider-Man 2. Yeah, me, me too. Spider-Man 2 is still on the top of the pile. Very close with No Way Home, but Spider-Man yeah, 2. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was my, they're my choices. Yeah. No Way Home or Spider-Man 2, but I, I just remembered about Ned and Magic, and it was Spider-Man 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, least favourite film. I mean, everyone knows my answer. It's Far From Home. I just yeah. ranted about it for like yeah. half an hour. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God, I... I don't know. What about what's yours, Ray? Oh God, it's a two-horse race. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to. Oh, I'm gonna have to say Amazing Spider-Man Two. I, I, I know. I was, it I hurts say, me to say it. Yeah, I was about to say Spider-Man Three. I mean, that's very close, but that's got Sandman in it. So yeah, maybe maybe Amazing. Do Spider-Man you know what? I'm, no, I'm going far yeah. from home as well. Oh, okay. I'm just because I like Andrew more than I like Tom. <laughs> I can respect that choice yeah. for sure. But the, it's between those two. Like, yeah. So I just feel bad because I think Andrew's so good. So, mm. so um, obviously my favourite Spider-Man slash Peter Parker is Tugboat. But mm-hmm. uh, I do really like Andrew Garfield as well. Mm-hmm. And I also like Tom Holland in that order. Uh, yeah, I think Tom Holland <laughs> just hasn't quite gotten the script, but like, except Tom- for No Way Home, he got. No, come on! I think stuff. I think we can all say that we think they're all good. So this yeah. is this is the the category where we're really yeah it's, yeah. It, there's not much between them. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna go Andrew, then Toby, then then Tom. Okay, yeah, I guess we don't. Um, have and again, it's not because no. I think Tom's bad. No, but I don't. No. I think he's great. Um, yeah. it's just 
there's yeah it's, yeah you know that's it is what it is yeah and, and mine's Toby as a tuggers tuggers because uh, yeah he's just yeah, he's just great I think he's yeah did it really well um all right I guess I'll pick uh Sam Raimi's Green Goblin Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is my villain oh villains the villains yeah. Not not the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two Green Goblin. Yeah. Yours, Ray. Uh, I'm. It is hard, but I'm just gonna have to go Sandman. I just uh, his likability. Oh, oh he is. Good, and yeah, um, yeah. and he's you know is he oh, he's a villain, but you know is he is he really? <laughs> so. Just uh, just going through what villains did we have? Oh. Um, yeah, Vulture was pretty Ven- good. Venom. Topher Grace. No, Venom. I'm not going Venom. Uh, he wasn't in it enough. I'd go Tom Hardy's Venom. Uh, <laughs> Vulture's not really in it enough, I don't think. But uh, I'll go Doc Ock. I oh, love, I yeah, love Doc Ock. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have... Uh, I, I, Alfred Molina was in a film that I watched for my thesis at university, and I've been just obsessed with how good an actor he is since. So awesome. having him as Doc Ock was really special. So in, in there's other... a little bit of nostalgia, yeah. personal ties there. But um, I think Vulture's pretty good. If I wasn't yeah. going Green Goblin, I'd I think say. Vulture would be up there. Did you, in that, so... in that other film, Rebecca, did Alfred Molina go, I hold the power of the sun <laughs> in my head? No. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> he, was, he was extremely, so, uh, bit, like, he was very depressed and miserable oh. and, um, well, just very got, good. <laughs> got beaten by Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a fun fact about um, Sandman in mm-hmm. Spider-Man Three is when he's being chased by dogs, he told he requested to Sam Raimi that he punch a dog. Oh. So that so that he can remind the audience that he's a bad guy. Oh. So wow. they gave him like a a prop dog just to like punch. <laughs> oh punch wow. On the screen. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> It's like a bad guy. I'm gonna punch yeah. a dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but all right. Well, that that brings us to a wrap. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, yeah. You know, it was fun talking about this. Uh, you know, the the uh, we we'll back to Superman next time. Although we mm-hmm. could talk some Superman this as well. Yeah. But yeah, was, yeah can't quite... wait for No Way Home to Krypton. <laughs> That'll be a good movie. <laughs> uh, no, rest assured. Uh, well, in action episode. comics at the moment, where he's far from home. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Quite far from home. Waiting yeah. for his homecoming. Uh, yeah. issue out today, actually. So, yeah. Oh, but we can't, you can't have a homecoming if there's no way home. So. Yeah, you'll have to you find know. one. Are they going to stop with the home things if they do for? I hope so. I hope so. It's like, it's how many can they do? Too much. <laughs> Uh, so, um, thanks very much, Rebecca. Yes, uh, thank you, Rebecca. Coming on. Awesome. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? Uh, what have I done with both of you? Let's plug that. It's the Night Midnight <laughs> Podcast with Ray. Immortal Lives on the Dragon with Connor. Yeah. I, I don't feel good plugging things that you weren't with before. So. No. Well, there's, there's also the DCA yes. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I just, did a, I just did an issue of an episode of Comics Deserve Better, which is an indie comics. Uh, oh, nice. Like, yeah. Just do an episode of Iron Fist. Uh, I did? But, uh, yes, no, actually, we did cover the new Iron Fist issue as well. <laughs> oh, my. Um, so, yeah, and next time, 
uh, well, Ray's choosing what we're doing next time, but yeah. it'll be something good. It you know, be. that'll be fun. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, it'll be Superman and Lois talk. I have lots of things to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gonna, gonna have to watch that, yeah. See how crazy that show is. <laughs> okay, until next time, um, you know, sweat. See ya. Cool. See ya. Bye. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening. I saw you reading that Tanner's book. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The inner game, Connor. It's it's more about. It's not just about tennis. It's about life. I'm sure. General. Yeah. <laughs> Sun Tzu's art of tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one.